Pittsburgh. They didn't want to be in Sticks. It's Dennis DeYoung's band, and none of them wanted to be in it. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> and, and so, how do you react to that? Well, you fire Dennis DeYoung again. Dennis was so good for this band for the first 10 years, but it's really been all about him for himself, in my judgment, ever since then. For Dennis, it was either his way or the highway, and we've chosen the highway. They sued. So, so, so they sued Dennis DeYoung, basically, out of the band. And he wanted control of the name of Sticks. Babe, I'll well, sue was- you. <laughs> Randy Bauman and the DVE Morning Show. It's three minutes after six at DVE. Here's the Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Bridgeville Appliance. Love it. It's 65 degrees now at DVE. I'm Val Porter. Officials say water rescue crews have been busy over the last 24 hours helping people stranded by flooding in Cambria, Indiana, Allegheny, and Westmoreland counties. The Loyal Hannah Creek went over its banks, requiring residents from at least 30 homes to be rescued along Boucher Lane in Ligonier Township alone. So far, no reports of any injuries. The South Hills of Pittsburgh got hit really hard. Torrential Crushed. rains yesterday afternoon and evening. Bethel Park has declared a state of emergency. Banksville Road was flooded out. The main intersection going into South Park Road was flooded. 28 people had to be rescued from the Trolley Stop restaurant mm. in Bethel Park. Saw that. Uh, just really too numerous to even name. So uh, we'll continue to keep an eye on that uh, this morning. Still a lot of road closures from those floods last night as well. Some of the images from last night I, were just shocking. Yeah, I couldn't I mean, believe it. Banksville looked, it looked photoshopped. Mm-hmm. There were cars almost completely submerged. Then people, somebody tweeted me video of McNeely Road. McNeely Road looked like Whitewater Rapids. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty crazy. Like and, I said, South Hills really got hit hard. And then uh, Library Road, that trolley stop in, people were standing on the tables inside the restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. President Trump is calling for a humane immigration system. He spoke at a rally in Duluth, uh, Minnesota yesterday, hours after signing an executive order to stop the separation of migrant families at the border. He Still claimed, doing road gigs, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, he claimed uh, Democrats want open borders and put the welfare of illegal immigrants ahead of American citizens. He said if Americans want a humane immigration system, they should vote to get more Republicans in Congress. It is the first day of summer and the longest day of the year. The summer solstice occurs at 6.07 a.m. Eastern Time, so in a minute. Uh, That's when the northern hemisphere reaches its maximum tilt toward the sun. The solstice is celebrated a variety of ways around the world. Hundreds of people gather at Stonehenge in England to mark the occasion. And uh, I'm not sure why, but in Times Square, yoga enthusiasts from around the nation will participate in a day of free yoga classes. Beautiful. Which seems like a strange way to celebrate the summer it, solstice, but it does. whatever. But if you have restricted ac- access to Stonehenge, I think it's a good alternative. <laughs> and if you haven't made plans for a summer vacation and you are one of the few people who actually do take a vacation and go do something, Wallet Hub just ranked all 50 states from the best place to take a road trip this summer to the worst. The rankings are based on 31 factors that include quality of roads, traffic, driving laws, national parks, weather, shoreline and scenery, and other activities and attractions, also gas prices. So they determined the 10 best states for taking a road trip are Wyoming, which you hate. I don't hate it. I just don't know why you would choose to live there. Unless... It's beautiful. You, you like... Uh, 
the scenery better than you like people. <laughs> so maybe that actually would be Sounds ideal Sounds like for a you, great Al. place for me. <laughs> North Carolina, Minnesota, Texas, Florida, Louisiana, Washington, New York, Utah, and Colorado among the best. The 10 worst states for road trips are Rhode Island, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, New Mexico, Indiana, Kentucky, Alaska, Kansas, and Alabama, Pennsylvania. We're right in the middle, uh, 26th. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 looking to take a road trip with the girls. I mean, we go to Deep Creek every year, but I, I'd really love to take them to see, you know, the Grand Canyon mm-hmm. or Mount you know, there's Rushmore. a Pennsylvania Grand Canyon. Oh, there is mm-hmm. up in Wellsboro, Route 30. Oh, which is up t- to north. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How big is it? I don't know. I went there when I was Can a you kid. Take donkey rides to the bottom. <laughs> I'm not sure if they have that or not. Oh. Uh, but yeah. You should check that out. You could do that, that as a as an easy ride in first, and yeah. then, then you can go to the big one. Ease into it. Right. I like it. An Ohio man in trouble with the law after getting caught naked twice in the same day. Dayton police say Samuel Tamaney was initially arrested early Monday when he was seen naked and popping balloons on a street. Police say he had just been released from a jail cell a short time before uh, and was again detained. They say he also told them he took his clothes off because he was thirsty. His run-in with the law took another twist about 12 hours later when police arrested him again for dancing naked in an intersection, which I just uh, last night saw... Because we always think it's bath salts, right? Yeah. When people rip their clothes off. Mm-hmm. Is bath salts PCP? No. Because I saw something PCP on- PCP is also a drug that makes you take your clothes yes. off. Yes. What'd you see? No, I just saw it's like drugs ink. Yeah. And it was about PCP and they said people always take their clothes off when they ingest PCP. Do we think that that's what the jogger was on? Maybe. I don't know. He was pretty, he was not crazy acting though, was he? No, no. I mean, he, he was just like a guy jogging with no clothes He was on. like a guy that, you know, maybe did a little too much cardio that day, <laughs> was overheating and just started shredding some of the gear. Yeah. Which no. I think is dangerous. I mean, when you run, you really have to have things <laughs> in place. Right. You know, can't yeah. be flippity flopping <laughs> around town. <laughs> Uh, New Jersey rocker Bruce Springsteen's handwritten lyrics to Born to Run are on the auction block and they are expected to fetch a pretty penny. The lyrics written on a piece of notebook paper in 1974 are an initial draft of the song that made Springsteen famous. They are expected to fetch $300,000 at Sotheby's auction house. The opening bid for the signed lyrics is $160,000. The auction closes June 28th. The L.A. County District Attorney has rejected Nicole Eggert's sexual molestation claims against Scott Bayo. TMZ reports the D.A. is citing the statute of limitations. Nicole claimed her Charles in charge castmate assaulted her between the ages of 14 and 17 back in the 80s. Bayo said they had sex only when she was a legal adult after the age of 18. Finally, Chris Hardwick's ex-girlfriend, Chloe Dykstra, pleaded with the Nerdist founder to take her back months after they broke up. That's what text messages between the two show. In the text obtained by TMZ, Chloe pleads with Chris to talk to her and says, I'll always love you. Chris makes it clear he's done with her for cheating on him with a man named Sam, saying it's the worst thing anyone has ever done to me. 
Chris claims she led him to believe she wanted to get back together after they broke up. Sources tell TMZ that it's hard to believe Chloe would try for months to get back with him if she was being emotionally and sexually abused, as she claimed last week. Chris has denied her allegation of sexual abuse. Still, his AMC talk show was pulled from the schedule, and he was forced to step away from hosting several Comic-Con panels. His hosting gig on NBC's The Wall is also in jeopardy. Man, that story was was crazy. It was weird, and the the reaction was swifter than it's been in any other case that's kind of popped up like this. Mm-hmm. He lost everything. He he founded that um, Nerdist. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever heard of any, anything on Nerdist, like Nerdist.com? It's a podcast mm-hmm. and um, co- basically comedy company. They scrubbed him completely from their website, distanced themselves completely. He's just, nobody stood up for him, and it's just, it's just a weird, weird story. Yeah, well, they're all pretty weird. You yeah. Know, and awful. Uh, it's still a chance of rain today. Temperatures around 80 for the high. Uh, on the show today, uh, comedian Adam Ferrara, he's at the Improv all weekend long, so we'll have him on the show today. Stan Saverin as well. Don't forget, Southside Summer Open. We announced it this week. It is back Hard to believe it's the 12th annual already. I know. Balls out on Carson with Bud Light. It benefits class, which is community living and support services. You get to force them to play indoor mini golf at all the bars on this. Not all the bars on the south side. 18 not, of them. Not every bar on the south side, but yeah, a lot. Most and of them. <laughs> <laughs> it is a crazy day. It's going to happen this year on August 18th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. 125 bucks for your foursome. Uh, and it's brought to you by Bud Light and, of course, DVE. And you get a commemorative T-shirt, and a lot of people do this every year. Yep. They wear the T-shirts from the previous years. They have team themes, costumes. You don't have to do that. No. But it's always fun. But it makes it more fun, and it's and it's fun to see how, how much the bars themselves get into it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, this year, the participating bars are Bar 11, 12 Whiskey Barbecue, Trixie's Bar and Game Room, Carson City Saloon, the Flats on Carson, pregame, Mario's, local bar and kitchen, Sky Bar, Casey's, Steel Cactus, Primanti's, Tiki Lounge, Chipka's, too, uh, Archie's, Double Wide Grill, and Excuses. So a few new ones in there this year, but a, mm-hmm. a lot of veterans, and, and they always do a great job with their their golf hole. Such a fun day. Yeah, so register now at dve.com, and you got to be 21 or older to participate because it's a bar thing. Yeah, we're going to be boozing. Yeah, but it's always a good time, and it benefits uh, class, like I said. Uh, so that's coming up uh, with us, and we got Comedy Fest is next weekend already. That's, that's I can't I can't believe that. I know, that came up. It was like, oh, it's so far away now. It's like, holy crap, it's next week. Well, you, you know what was crazy is this year it just, it sold out so quick that we really haven't talked about the main stage show mm-hmm. a lot. And and, and uh, the the loaded show sold yeah, out. Sold out like but like all those shows. There's still tickets left. I think for the second night for yeah Bert's uh, Bert cast mm-hmm. at the Rex Theater and um, Doug loves movies. Doug loves movies at 4:20 at the Rex Theater. But I am I'm so pumped. I I love it when there's somebody like there's a comic on the the list because obviously we all love Bert. You know Sarah Tiana old, old pal of the old show old pal. Uh, whenever Sarah Tiana was on the show, I was off that week. But yeah. man, I've listened to the clips of her, and she's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I One can't of wait the to see her. and and Brad William kills it every time he's in. We love him. 
um, and the audience knows him pretty well. But one of the guys that I think is like sort of that wild card that I'm super excited about is Rory Scoville. He's so silly. He's so goofy. And he's just absolutely hilarious. And I, I love watching somebody like that who maybe everyone isn't completely aware of come mm-hmm. out and just catch Kill. the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Because like Schubert was a perfect example of that. Oh, yeah. When Schubert did it, Chris Porter, like those wild card comics mm-hmm. who just come in and slay. And I'm I'm really looking forward to that. And I, just, I can't believe it's a week away. Yeah. So next Friday and Saturday, get your tickets for the podcast uh, episodes on Saturday at DVE.com as well. Oh. Shall we get, we get to the Burger King? Hungry and insane, right? <laughs> and we're hoping, we're hoping. That, that this is going to be open because we need some kind of food, but we're not going to go that bad. We're not going to go that heavy. So I roll the window down, the snow's blowing in the car, and, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. And finally, finally, the woman goes, can I take your order? And me and O'Connell let out a cheer as, as if we were at a playoff game. But now here's the funny one that made us, that killed us, and I know it's been a long ride for this. As we pulled in, we're listening to this classic rock station, and what starts playing before we order is the Alan Parsons project, Eye in the Sky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah, I know which That's, one you're talking about. You know I had a feeling. About? I had a feeling. Yes. I probably got it wrong. It I, was the thing. It was the same theme that the Chicago Bulls hit the floor to. Yep. There this, it is. This is it. Now, me and him, we're looking at each other, we're listening to this, and we're looking at the menu. Did you did you announce your order like they announced the lineups for the Bulls? It literally First went right up. into it. We're going to need some cheesy fries. <laughs> Idiots. A Whopper. Ketchup only. <laughs> we're going to need the spicy chicken. Onion rings. And it just didn't stop. And we ate like we were in the finals. That is hilarious. God, we're just two disgusting animals. It's the DVE Morning Show. Of course, that our good friend Billy Gardell, who joins us on the Morning Show every Tuesday. Mike Pursuta coming in next with Sports Pirates game. Uh, They had a little bit of fun on the field last night while uh, awaiting the rain delay, which Mm -hmm. eventually they canceled the game or or postponed it. But Mike's got sports coming up next. It's the DVE Morning Show. DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuit of Fort DVE Sports brought to this hour by BobbyRayHall.com. No baseball at PNC Park last night. Uh, if you were on social media, chances are you saw the flooding that took place. Uh, yeah. There was uh, hmm. not going to be a game. <laughs> like the tunnels were flooded under the stadium. It's like, why does the tunnel look like the river from Willy Wonka's Chocolate Fountain? Oh, no. I hope that's dirt. I really <laughs> hope that's dirt from the infield. <laughs> you know, every once in a while you get a storm, it, it's clear that the uh, people who designed the stadiums didn't account for when they were designing the stadiums. That was just uh, too much water too soon, apparently. So uh, no game between the Pirates and the Brewers. That series ends 
with each team having won a game. The Pirates uh, move on to host the Diamondbacks tonight. The initial plan is to just back up the rotation. Chad Cool, who was supposed to start last night, will get the ball tonight. He'll be opposed by Zach Godley of Arizona, which comes to town at 40-33. and 33, Two games ahead of the Dodgers in the NL West Division. The Pirates, one game under 500 at 36 and 37. Uh, some transactional house cleaning for the Pirates yesterday. They placed left fielder Corey Dickerson on family medical emergency lit on the family medical emergency list and recalled Adam Frazier from Triple A Indianapolis. The family medical emergency list can only be used in the event of uh, a death or medical emergency in the player's immediate family. Players have to stay on that list for at least three days, and they can be on it for no more than seven. So Dickerson is out of the picture at least until Saturday. Uh, also, uh, infielder Young-Ho Gung was removed from AAA Indies lineup on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, he's got some discomfort in his left wrist. He had gotten off to uh, a slow start in Indy, but he is uh, 7 for 26 for a 269 average with no home runs and 4 RBI in his uh, time with the AAA Indians. He's coming to Pittsburgh sooner rather than later. Is that his drinking hand? Just a question of when. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Got to rehab that. And also go to rehab. Ton of uh, action at the NHL Awards at the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas last night. Uh, We'll try to run through them here. There uh, is a lot to get to. Taylor Hall of the New Jersey Devils wins the Hart Hart Trophy as the NHL's MVP. He received 72 first-place votes uh, out of 164 ballots cast by members of the Professional Hockey Writers Association. Nathan McKinnon of Colorado was second, and Andre Kopitar of the Kings third. That uh, There was a 70-point margin between Hall and McKinnon. That's the closest MVP race since Alexander Ovechkin uh, edged Sidney Crosby by 32 points in 2012-2013. Evgeny Malkin was seventh in the MVP balloting. He received three first-place votes, and Sidney Crosby tied for 17th. He got one fifth-place vote. Eek. Alex Ovechkin of the Caps was ninth. Taylor Hall wins his first Hart Trophy. Uh, he had 93 points uh, for the Devils, and uh, that was 41 more than his next highest teammate. And New Jersey made the playoffs, didn't make any noise in the playoffs, but was a surprise playoff team. Uh, considering the way things went this year, uh, that's not a horrible selection. No, but to give you some perspective, somebody that wasn't obviously in the list at all, Phil the Thrill, had 92 points this year. Yeah, and he was he was not on the list at all. Uh, Calder Trophy Rookie of the Year goes to Matthew Barzell of the Islanders. Norris Trophy Best Defenseman. Victor Hedman, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Jack Adams, Coach of the Year Award. Gerard Gallant of Vegas. A pretty obvious choice there. Mike Sullivan Mm -hmm. came in ninth. Uh, The Frank Selke Trophy, given to the best defensive forward, goes to Andre Kopitar of the Kings. Sidney Crosby finished ninth in that balloting. Lady Bing Trophy, uh, given uh, out for gentlemanly play, goes to William Carlson. Of Vegas, uh, the Vezina Trophy, best goaltender, Pekka Rene of Nashville, 
wonder how he feels about that after <laughs> bombing out in the postseason. Uh, the general manager of the year, George McPhee of the Vegas Golden Knights. That one uh, pretty obvious as well. And the uh, statistical awards, uh, which we already knew based on the way the stats played out. Alex Ovechkin uh, wins the Rocket Richard Trophy as the best goal scorer. Connor McDavid of Edmonton uh, gets his second consecutive Art Ross Trophy as the NHL's point leader. And Jonathan Quick of the Kings gets the William Jennings Trophy that's uh, given to the goaltender on the club that allowed the fewest goals during the season. Your uh, first-team NHL All-Star team, Connor McDavid at center, Nikita Kucherov at right wing, Taylor Hall at left wing, Drew Doughty and Victor Hedman on defense, and Pekka Rene in net. The second team, uh, Nathan McKinnon of Colorado at center, Blake Wheeler of Winnipeg, and Claude Giroux of Philly are your right and left wings. Uh, Columbus defenseman Seth Jones joins P.K. Subban of Nashville on the blue line and Connor Hellebuck of Winnipeg, the second team goaltender uh, on the all-NHL teams. Uh, Evgeny Malkin was fourth as the uh, in balloting for center and Sidney Crosby fifth. Phil Kessel was third among right wings. Not uh, a ton of Penguins representation <laughs> On all this stuff this year. The league also announced it's all rookie team last night. That would be uh, Matthew Barzel of the Islanders, Brock Bosner of Vancouver, and Clayton Keller of Arizona at forward. Charlie McAvoy and of Boston and Will Butcher of New Jersey on defense. And UC Saros of Nashville is your second team goaltender. Uh, the NHL also announcing home openers yesterday. And this baffled me. It, me me as well. Uh, I thought the Penguins would be visiting the Capitals for the banner raising. Turns out the Bruins get that honor. But the Penguins are going to host the Capitals on Thursday, October the 4th at uh, PPG Paints Arena. The Pens home opener will uh, welcome the Caps. The night after their big night. Why I, would they not have the Penguins in their building to raise that banner? I have no idea. They're doing it wrong. Well, they do that sometimes. But uh, at least uh, they're playing one of the uh, two openers. Uh, last three seasons have seen uh, the Pens win two Stanley Cups and the Capitals won. Last three seasons have also seen uh, the Penguins and Capitals combine to win more games and score more goals than any other NHL team. Penguins also uh, making a couple of additions to the organization depth chart. Yesterday, Tom Kostopoulos is the new player development coach, and Andy Chiodo. Oh, he finally retired. Yeah, <laughs> it's the uh, goal he's been playing forever. Development coach. When you say forever, Val, uh, you're referencing Tom Kostopoulos having played 1,468 NHL and AHL regular season and playoff games. That's, That's a all? lot of games. 19 years. <laughs> oh my God! As Crazy. a pro, uh, he broke in with the Pens during uh, the 2000. One 2002 season, played with the Pens through 2003-2004, and also uh, spent time with Los Angeles, Montreal, Carolina, Calgary, and New Jersey. Giotto, uh, like Kostopoulos, was uh, once a seventh-round pick of the Pens. Uh, he was taken in 2003. Kostopoulos uh, was a seventh-round pick in 1999. Uh, Giotto was 3-4-1 in eight games with the Pens. And... Uh, he went on uh, to uh, play for the Wheeling Nailers as well. Spent some time in Europe, in the KHL, Finland, and uh, Austria. 
He spent the 2017-18 season as the goaltending coach for the Ottawa 67s in the Ontario Hockey League. A lot of stuff to cover there. <laughs> it's a long career. Not much uh, pomp and circumstance for the Pens. They got used to uh, doing a victory lap at this thing the last couple of years. We ran out of confetti, Mike. We're, we're taking the year off. Yes. So we got to spread the wealth. Yeah, it, it happens. Let, I, let the light shine on some other people. I was convinced the Pens would open at Washington, as I think a lot of people were. But, Me too. Uh, what yeah. how the Caps feel about that? I mean, I think they're a little <laughs> probably more concerned that they don't have a coach at the moment. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> how did they screw that up? I mean, that's a bigger screw-up, obviously. Uh, they don't seem to value uh, Barry Trotz all that much. He had a clause in his contract that if he won the Cup... He would get a raise and a two-year extension, and he didn't think the raise was commensurate with uh, what you get for winning the Cup, even though he obviously agreed on it back when he signed it. Yeah, but that's when he thought there was no chance that they would ever get past the Penguins, so he can't blame them for not really negotiating that well. Didn't think that went through. So <laughs> this will never click in. Who cares? Barry Trotz is a free agent, and the uh, Washington Capitals are going to look... Uh, Last I saw on that, uh, they were going to look at assistant Todd Reardon, who was their associate head coach first. Yep. And if they liked him, they were going to elevate him. And if not, they were going to keep looking around. What do you think Barry Trotz is going to get on the open market? A lot. Three, four, five million a year? Yep. I mean, you won somebody their first cup ever. Is it is it crazy for him to say, hey, remember that thing? Can we... Scratch that and maybe give me a little more. I don't I, I think it's I'm I'm feeling crazy emotions I've never felt. I actually am with Trotz on this. Oh, I am too. I think he I think what he did in Washington is very similar to what Mike Sullivan did in Pittsburgh. Now Sullivan did it in four months. Trotz did it in four years. But he basically took a talented team that had fallen into a bad habit of underachieving because it couldn't get out of its own mm-hmm. way when the going got tough in the postseason. Well said. And it was more teaching them how to be mentally strong and resilient and staying with it and competing as opposed to any kind of, you know, put the left wing here and the right wing here. Right. Any kind of X's and O's uh, wizardry. He just he taught those guys how to be champions. Maybe they don't need them anymore. Maybe they do. We're champions now. We don't need yeah. you. Hit the road, Jack. See you. Good luck. Thanks for the cup. We'll forward your ring to Long Island or Brooklyn or wherever <laughs> the Islanders are playing next year. That's uh, DVE Sports. Thanks, Mike. Uh, later on the show, we'll talk with Stan Saver and Adam Ferrara is at the Improv this weekend, so he'll join us for a special Thursday uh, edition of the uh, Improv comic. They usually do Friday, but he's coming in this morning. It's a DVE morning show. It's the DVE Morning Show. I'm Val Porter with Bill Crawford and Mike Brasuda. Joe Rakiki is our producer. Randy uh, taking a couple of days off to, I would say, convalesce, but he never does that on no. vacation. No, there's no rest and relaxation on Randy's vacation. He's going to a music festival and he's hiking up a he's mountain. He's rock climbing. Yeah. What's that movie with uh, Sly Stallone? He's Cliffhanger? Like, that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I kept thinking about because he's he's showing us these videos of what he's going to be doing. He's going to be scaling across the side of a cliff. Straight up and down. I'm like, what? Why? No, thanks. No, don't do it. I prefer 
straight across. Yes. Flat beach. Is there a nice <laughs> trail for walking? I'd like wood chips just wandering, to be beneath my boots. Just a nice mosey. Yeah. A little dance. A little dancing. You know, you're going to a, a blue, what is it? A, it's a bluegrass festival. Yeah. Great. Sound that sounds fun. That part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike my uh my sister in law is down in Disney right now with uh my niece and nephew. Her and by I, herself. Uh her and her mother. Okay. And they went down there with like a you know, a a dance um troop. Yeah. And they've been i've been calling them because they know how crazy i was when you know when with you the preparation disney, yeah. for disney so they've been calling me like they were at hollywood studios yesterday and they were calling me they were like hey where are the jawas because there's the what is that you know the jawas in star wars they oh, have hoods and their yeah, yeah. eyes glow uh-huh. well they walk around hollywood studios like they just kind of roam around mm-hmm. and you can go up and you can barter with them like they like shiny things and they'll give you They'll give you something from their bag, and you oh. give them something, and it's pretty cool. My my kids loved it, and stormtroopers are walking around. And I was like, you know, you got to be careful with the stormtroopers because <laughs> they will, you know, s- stop you and harass you. <laughs> and she said, well, uh, you know, little Sammy has a, a a shirt on that has the stormtrooper, and I was like, all right, well then he's in good because I had a a Darth Vader shirt when I went down there, so. I was in with all the bad guys. You know, they were like, yeah, what's up? Um, but I was thinking about that. I mean, that to me, I know like a lot of people think, oh, God, you know, vacation, that's way too crazy. Like, that's not rest and relaxation. And I'm with you. I'd rather just go to the Outer Banks or some private beach and chill. just chill. But Disney is such a fun trip. It's, I'm exhausted thinking about going to Disney. Well, it's exhausting. It's it's a lot of walking. I mean, covering those parks in a day, especially if you have the park hopper pass where you have, you know, you can go to multiple parks a day. We would always Mm -hmm. start at one park in the morning, go till everybody melted, and then- (laughs) How (laughs) long was that usually? That was like one, two (laughs) o'clock. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But both my girls are like, you know, damn near albino and just really not- (laughs) fit for the sun yeah like my daughter will look out and she will she can spot shade like it's she yeah. scans the perimeter like okay there's shade over that's there. that's her superpower i've got to get to the shade maybe she go to seattle for vacation <laughs> i know i need to take them somewhere that's <laughs> where it just rains co- all the yeah time. <laughs> covered a covered vacation um but you know it's 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 a lot of fun just planning it especially because i had never been there and just you know giving the girls that kind of magic where they get to because you know my older daughter kennedy was like yeah i'm I'm over princesses now okay dad but when you go to where the princesses live and they're actually like coming out of a castle serena was freaking (laughs) out we just went through our pictures yesterday and she was looking and uh, you know, the first thing we did was we walked into the Little Mermaid ride, and we walked in like the wrong entrance, and we ended up walking right into the meet and greet at the end of the ride Uh-oh. with Ariel, and she's sitting on a huge seashell. Spoiler alert! Yeah, I know, right? And the kids' faces, my wife's face, and they're all freaking out, and it was just awesome. I mean, that's a vacation that's not rest and relaxation, but it's once in a lifetime, you know. 
Yeah, fun. You got to do those with your kids. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about the things that keep us from traveling. We've talked a lot this week about, I guess, because it's officially summer now. Yeah, everybody's planning vacations. Right. Uh, so we'll talk about the things that keep us from traveling on our vacations. That's coming up. It's the DVE Morning Show. I love it. It's 66 degrees now at DVE. The news is brought to us by Xfinity from Comcast. Comcast. I'm Val Porter. Organizers say hundreds protested in East Pittsburgh last night over the deadly shooting of an unarmed black teenager. Protest came after 17-year-old Antoine Rose was shot by an officer while running away from a traffic stop on Tuesday. Police had pulled the vehicle over because it matched the description of a car involved in a shooting earlier that evening. Reports say that officer had just been sworn in hours before the shooting. Peter Fonda has apologized for tweeting that First Lady Melania Trump should be separated from her son. The Easy Rider star said, quote, I tweeted something highly inappropriate and vulgar about the president and his family in response to the devastating images I was seeing on television. Like many Americans, I'm impassioned and distraught over the situation with children separated from their families at the border, but I went way too far. It was wrong. I should not have done it. I immediately regretted it and sincerely apologized to the family for what I said and any hurt my words have caused, end quote. Uh, earlier, Fonda tweeted, we should rip Baron Trump from his mother's arms and put him in a cage with pedophiles and see if yeah. mother will stand up against the giant expletive she is married to. Yeah, that's not helping anything. Uh, no, Melania's communications director, Stephanie Grisham, called the tweet sick and irresponsible and confirmed to the Hill that the Secret Service had been notified. I thought the most shocking part about that story was that Peter Fonda's on Twitter. Oh, he's pretty active on Twitter. I didn't know this. Yes, he's very active on Twitter. Okay. And is it all political Pretty based? much. Okay. Yeah. A new study shows plastic surgery trends depend on where you live. The American Society of Plastic Surgery report finds climate, culture, and technology tend to influence plastic surgery decisions where it's warmer out and more of your body is seen. Breast uh, augmentations top the list of surgery requests out west. <laughs> butt implants in the southeast. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Colder Down cities. South, they <laughs> love the boots. Uh, colder cities in the northeast favor Male breast reduction surgeries. Yeah. An Albany surgery. You know what I mean? An an Albany surgeon telling USA Today the corporate culture in New York likely has something to do with it. Oh, okay. I thought it was just the food that we eat. Well, that might be contributing, but... uh, Cheese on everything. (laughs) And a Midwest doctor says lip reduction requests lead there since people are bundled up much of the year i don't understand the correlation no i think that that's where maybe the kardashians should all move because <laughs> then they don't have to plump you know they they there's that kylie jenner lip uh, plumping the challenge duck. Ugh. the duck face i don't know why people would people like pouty lips for some reason yeah that's a big deal but that's that's a weird like donald duck like your lips are squishy. Yeah, I don't. They're not don't. big lips like Angelina Jolie. No. Like she just has big lips. Right. This looks like they kissed a light bulb. <laughs> yeah. And it's they should go to the doctor. Yes, they're swollen unnaturally. And it's it's almost like it's so selfish. It has nothing to do with sex appeal to anybody else. It's really like how can I look better in selfies? <laughs> right. I mean, beyond that, uh, we're so awful. It's just it's dumb that that one in the butt implant 
And the people that go to like the the backwoods, yeah, right. the back alley, they're getting the back alley in Philly and fix a flat. Right. That is not what it's for. No, but I mean, good guess, right? Sure. Like I if, mean, you think from the name. If you're going into a store and picking something that you think would help a flat <laughs> butt, fix a flat is the first pick overall. One you go right to. Yeah. Yeah, not. but uh, it turns out it's that's not good at all to just put yeah. into your body. It'll kill you. Yeah, and you'll end up with chunky lumps. Oh down yeah, down around the back of your thighs, which <laughs> is never a good look. There's not enough spandex to, did, to did help you, ever you. Watch that botched. Show? I never did, and it, it really turned my stomach. Yeah, like, even just watching commercials for it. I saw part of it once. I'm is like, it on I can't, E. Yeah, I can't yeah. watch this. Yeah. Just people that bad get plastic really surgery. Bad. Yeah, and that—that's the thing. If you're going to go the distance, what I've what I've heard over and over and over again is, if you're going to make that kind of investment, you're going to take that kind of risk. Please do your research. Yeah, like don't just go look into up the, the Google first reviews. Place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, oh god, this guy mangled my nose. He put it on my back. The funny thing about that show, Botched, is the two plastic surgeons on there, Mm -hmm. they are husbands of two women who are on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Of course. And the one surgeon is Kevin Dubrow from Quiet Riot's brother. Really? Yes. How many guys from Quiet Riot have had work done? (laughs) All of them? I think his name is Terry Dubrow. Yeah. So weird. I mean. Six degrees of separation there. Have you ever thought about any plastic no, surgery? No, I'm terrified. Yeah. Yeah, go, going under, going under the knife, and then- Because the, there's the risk it goes wrong, and right. then you look way worse than you did before. Yes. And then you got to, like, there's almost no surgery that I know of, at least, where you can completely hide it from everybody. On your face? No way. No. So if you got a nose job, you got to show up like you just got hit by a car in the face. <laughs> right. And everybody knows, and then it's weird. And you, you, know, I know people who have had facelifts, and it's like, wah! Yeah. Well, you got to, like, we 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 say this all the time, but you have to get it done a little bit at a time. Yeah. Early. You can't you just start have a, early. You can't do a remodel. No. Whole house remodel. You can't do a gut job. Right. Can't be a move that bus situation <laughs> for your face. I've said before, if I was going to get anything done, if it was possible, I would get fat injections in my feet <laughs> so I could wear shoot normal oh, shoes. Well, wait a minute. You can't wear normal shoes? No, I can, but because you... my feet are so narrow, I can't, like, I mostly wear tie shoes and boots and flip-flops. Yeah. What a... I can't wear cool, strappy sandals because my feet slide right through them. Oh, okay. See, I, th- I didn't know this was sandal-based because I was saying, what about, like, a... A pump? A prosthetic sock. <laughs> Something sock. to fill out your foot. Well, yeah. That's why if I wear boots, I can wear like three pairs of socks. Do you? Yes. So your feet are just sweating horribly, right? No, not. Well, you know, I'm always freezing, so. Yeah. That doesn't matter to me. Oh, my brother has bad feet. What do you mean? Bad bad, feet. Like smelly? Or? Yeah, smelly. <laughs> <laughs> My one brother did and too. I don't know what like they what smell is that? like corn chips. <laughs> <laughs> like what is that? I don't know. Are you, d- you dying feet first? What what, what, is, what is that? I don't know if it's it's like is somebody grating old cheese in here. Why does it smell like this? <laughs> 
put your shoes back on. Please. Please. And and just like there should be like a Febreze pump that comes down from every step. <laughs> like those light up shoes for kids. <laughs> just air freshener. <laughs> oh my. I don't know. I, I you know talked about this before like i remember harlan williams had a hilarious joke about he's like uh a lot of people are getting plastic surgery i had my uh my chin removed and my ears enlarged (laughs) 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 looks pretty good and i mean nobody's you know happy with the whole thing right no everybody's like oh god i'm sure there are hot people who are but yeah no that's right i've never known that existence no (laughs) no you're you just always like i always look in the mirror and i'm like ah it's close Close. It's probably Acceptable. the best it's going to look. Yeah. I can get by yeah. with this. All right. Just, you know, go for it. All right. We'll do it. I have this big scar on my lip that I've always wanted to. What's that? What's that all about? It's from a dog. When I was Ooh. a kid, it jumped up and scratched me. Oh, wow. And it was, you Stitches? know. Oh, yeah. It's like the Frankenstein scar. Oh, man. Can see, you see th- it? No, I can't really see That's it. That's what everybody says. I never noticed I it. Ca- it's I, right on I, my face. I can't ever see it. Mm-hmm. I have the same thing on one, like the corner of one of my eyes mm-hmm. because um, my buddies and I decided to play dodgeball with a <laughs> basketball in the rain. <laughs> And I got crushed in the face, <laughs> and I was kneeling down behind a, a steel chair, <laughs> and uh, that was a trip to the hospital. And you know, so I'm like, oh, that's that that kind of. I've sucks. never noticed that either. What about my crazy eyebrows? That just kind of about- don't. Uh, they don't. Well, that's you know, not a plastic surgery. I know, thing. but you know, I I can you get, uh, can you get eyebrow a- implants? Well, Why I know do you people get tattoos uh, for eyebrows. People do that. What's right? that 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 roping thing? They do? I don't they know. Take, what are you talking about? The roping? They take like uh, lasso. They take like thread or something and do something with your oh, eyebrows. I don't know. I'm, I'm so up on makeup and fashion. That's scary. I no. I don't. Who does that? I don't know. I know girls that have plucked their way out of eyebrows altogether, and then they draw them back yeah. on. It's like I I plucked myself dry. I have nothing left to give. And now I've got to get tattoos of eyebrows. <laughs> your Which, eyebrows look fine, Bill. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Although now I'm going to focus on your yeah, eyebrows yeah. <laughs> every time I well, look at you. I'm down here. <laughs> All right, make some eye contact. Oh, my. Uh, Netflix reportedly out with a new sexual harassment policy that prohibits employees from looking at each other for more than five seconds. <laughs> Which I think we've overcorrected here. The UK Sun tabloid says anti-flirting rules issued to Netflix film crews also ban lingering hugs. No slow burns. Can't can't slow roast somebody. Asking for a colleague's phone number and asking them out more than once. It also requires steering clear of a colleague once they have said they're not interested in you. So it sounds like you're not even allowed (laughs) to be in the same room. Right. You can't take it back. You can't get the offensive rebound and take it back up to the rack. Yeah. You got to kind of. In a statement to The Sun, Netflix says it wants every production to be a safe and respectful working environment. The the stare. How do you enforce the staring thing? Wait, hold on. That was clearly seven seconds, Brian. Go on the You and I have been talking face to face to each other. Does that count a conversation? No, No, I don't think it does. And I mean, I have in my contract, I don't know about you, but nobody outside this room can look at me in the face. (laughs) Nobody can look at me in the face. I don't have that clause. And they all have to compliment my eyebrows. (laughs) 
Uh, Lucasfilm is holding off on creating any more a Star Wars story spinoff movies. Projects about Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and other characters were in the works, but the production company said they're going to have to wait so they can focus on Star Wars Episode Nine. Lucasfilm just released Solo, a Star Wars story, last month, and the film has pulled in over $300 million worldwide. Epi- episode Nine said to come out in December of next year. That's a bomb for a Star Wars movie. Yeah, they were really disappointed in the opening weekend. Yeah, because it cost $250 million to make it. So that movie is eating it. And yeah. I can understand why they'd be like, all right, let's halt this for a second. Let's people, refocus. People don't care about these ones. Let's do the the uh, the trilogy production. <laughs> Foreigner nine. is announcing a once-in-a-lifetime reunion concert to take place on August 4th in Sturgis, South Dakota. Lou Graham, Dennis Elliott, Al Greenwood, Ian McDonald, and Rick Wills will join Mick Jones and current members of Foreigner at the Sturgis Buffalo Chip Rally. Uh, if you're headed out to Sturgis and you want ticketing information, you can get it on the event's official website. The reunion comes as the group celebrates the 40th anniversary of Foreigner's best-selling album, Double Vision. And finally, former WWE superstar Vader has died from congestive heart failure. Uh, TMZ reporting his passing. He was 63 before wrestling. Vader, whose real name was Leon White, played for the Rams in Super Bowl 14 against the Steelers. Forecast today, uh, still a chance of showers. Temperatures in the low 80s. It's 67 degrees at DVE. Coming up this morning, Adam Ferrara. He is at the Improv all weekend long. Shows tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. Uh, Usually a Sunday show, mm-hmm. so uh, we'll check for sure with him. Stan Sabrin joins us at 9.45 as well. It's the DVE Morning Show. DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuit of Fort DVE Sports. Rain washed out the series finale between the Pirates and the Brewers last night. No makeup date has as of yet been announced. Uh, it will be the Bucks against Arizona tonight at PNC Park. As scheduled, Chad Cool will back up one night and uh, get the ball for Pittsburgh. He's five and four with a three point seven six ERA. He'll be opposed by Zach Godley, seven and five with a four point seven seven ERA. But Godley two and zero oh, with a two point nine two earned run average in his last two starts. The Pirates have dropped twenty of thirty since they were a season high nine games over five hundred on May the seventeenth. But they've also won. Four of their last six. So have they righted the ship? Are they uh, crawling back out of the woods, or uh, are they still struggling? Stay tuned tonight. Uh, the Diamondbacks come to town at forty and thirty-three. They're two games up on the Dodgers in the NL West. The Pirates at thirty-six and thirty-seven are seven games behind the Brewers and the Chicago Cubs. We knew their ba- the the, their their bats were going to quiet down at some point, Mike. We knew that they weren't going to stay as hot as they started the season. And they have not, but and are they better than what they've shown? Can they figure out how to get a quality start with good relief? Can they not run themselves out of innings and <laughs> throw the ball all over the yard? They had some meltdowns in that yeah, they did. month-long stretch, but they've also played some pretty good ball at times. Yep. Uh, I'm curious. I really am. I, eliminating the ownership angst, and I get where that's coming from. It's kind of hard to separate that from this season, especially. I still like watching baseball, and I really like watching baseball when it's played well. And Me that, too. They have not been incapable of doing that consistently. That's another Different matter. Story. But, uh, <laughs> a lot of golf left. Corey Dickerson uh, has been placed on the family medical emergency list 
and Adam Frazier's been recalled from AAA Indianapolis. Uh, Dickerson will be uh, lost to the Pirates at least until Saturday. Players on the family medical emergency list uh, can only wind up there in the case of a death or medical emergency in that player's immediate family. Also, uh, Young Ho Gung removed from the lineup at AAA Indy yesterday. Turns out it was uh, due to left wrist discomfort, not an impending trip to Pittsburgh. I don't know if that's what caused it or not. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. see. He's still a little better at AAA uh, than when he started. Uh, seven games, seven for 26. That's a 269 average. Only one extra base hit, a double. Uh, no homers, four RBI, two walks, and four strikeouts. You writing him off, or no. are you going to give him a second chance? Oh, I'm giving him, yeah, absolutely. You just mentioned that their bats have cooled, right? Yeah. This guy's got a bat, and he can play some infield. If nothing else, does this get Sean Rodriguez off the team? Can only hope, Mike. Are they waiting until Sean Rodriguez walkhead, walk-off bobblehead day Saturday <laughs> afternoon? Yeah, they already had them sent to the, the, the printer. And then Sunday we'll have the transaction? Is that... I think that that's what, how they're going to do is it. Is that what we're looking at? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, if the courts of law and the immigration people and everybody in authority says this guy is eligible, then why not, right? I like a good redemption story. And honestly, I was just torn to shreds. Of, like, the fall that that guy had was pretty dramatic because everybody he was getting loved very, him. He was getting very popular, wasn't he? Yeah, until he got his knee shredded. Remember that? That playoff I game do. where he was in a wheelchair? I do. And then it seemed like he just fell from grace so hard that yeah, if he can come back there was do, no coming back. If he can come back and provide a power bat, uh, you know, his off-the-field resume is what it is. If that's not the kind of example you want for your kids, here's an idea. Try parenting. <laughs> you know they're playing for money. Yeah, they're not. They're not playing to set an example for little leaguers everywhere. But you don't want a team of Charles Barkleys either. I don't know. What's their forty time? <laughs> what well, Barkley? What? Well, Barkley was the you know the to me the most famous athlete oh, that ever for, said like I'm uh, not a, I'm role, not a model. role model yeah I mean, guys have done worse than Barkley what he do spit on somebody oh yeah, yeah no his off the field was never anything yeah. you know totally despicable I'm just saying <laughs> you say something about hookers Val didn't he get busted for picking up a hooker I don't know I, I know he that did. Uh, kids don't Lawrence try that Taylor had uh, quite a few run-ins with hookers sold his Super Bowl ring for crack Hall of Famer. There you go. <laughs> Pirates and Diamondbacks. Really good linebacker. Tonight, big night in the National Hockey League last night. Let's uh, fly through the awards here. There are many to get to. Taylor Hall, the Devils, your MVP. He had 72 first place tallies uh, among 164 ballots cast by members of the Professional Hockey Writers Association. A close race with Nathan McKinnon of Colorado, but uh, Taylor Hall wins it. Uh, he was the Devils' leading scorer and sixth overall with 93 points. Uh, his closest teammate had 52 points. Uh, clearly, he was uh, the straw that was 
stirring the New Jersey drink. Evgeny Malkin of the Penguins was seventh and received three first place votes. Alex Ovechkin ninth. Sidney Crosby tied for seventeenth with one fifth place vote. Rookie of the year that goes to Matthew Barzell of the Islanders. Norris Trophy best defenseman Victor Hedman, Tampa Bay. Coach of the year Gerard Gallant, Vegas. Mike Sullivan checks in ninth in the voting. Uh, Frank Selke Trophy for best defensive forward. Andre Kopitar of the Kings wins that. Sidney Crosby, ninth in that balloting. Lady Bing uh, Trophy for gentlemanly play goes to William Carlson of Vegas. I don't know why, but every time I hear about, hear the Lady Bing, I think of Ron Francis. Because didn't yeah. he win it? Oh, he was, a, he was a Lady Bing kind of guy. I'm not sure that's one I'd want to win. No, you Hi. don't want to be considered gentlemanly? No. In hockey? No. I think, I think that's an outdated award. I mean, it's a great concept. Yeah, but if you want to do away with the fighting, why wouldn't you want the Lady Bing? Uh, every once in a while, you got to, you know. <laughs> Rough it up a little? Let them know you're there. <laughs> Put that stick in their side. Let them know that you're there. Bleed all over them. Let them know you're there. Pekka Rene, the uh, Vesna Trophy winner, is the best goaltender in the league. Uh, when we last saw Pekka Rene prior to last night, he was starting Game 7 for Nashville at against Winnipeg at home in the second round and allowing two goals on seven shots Oof. and lasting 10 minutes and 31 seconds. Nashville lost that game seven, by the way. They don't consider the playoffs in this voting, clearly. That's correct. Uh, yes. General Manager of the Year, George McPhee of Vegas. The Mark Messier Leadership Award goes to defenseman Derek Englund. Of Vegas, that's for leadership on and off the ice and growing hockey in your community. Brian Boyle of Devils gets the Bill Masterson Memorial Trophy for perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. I would say so. He was diagnosed with bone marrow cancer at the start of the season. He was back in the lineup by November the 1st. Uh, retiring forwards Daniel and Henrik Sedin of Vancouver were given the King Clancy Memorial Trophy for leadership and humanitarianism. Uh, the stuff we knew about prior to last night, Alex Ovechkin gets the Rocket Richard Trophy as best goal scorer. Connor McDavid of the Oilers wins his second consecutive Art Ross Trophy as the points leader. And Jonathan Quick of the Kings gets the William Jennings Trophy as the goalie, that allowed, the goalie on the team that allowed the fewest goals during the regular season. The first and second All-Star teams were also announced last night. There are no Penguins on them. Not on either one. Taking the year off. Claude Giroux of the Flyers is your second team left wing. Claude Giroux. Phil Kessel was uh, third in the balloting for uh, right wing. So there's probably a hot market for him, huh? I I really wonder. I mean, it only takes yeah. What is the perception? It only takes one dance, but he's already been bouncing around the league for a while. I don't I don't suppose Toronto or Boston would be interested. No, you don't think he'd go back to where it all began in Boston? But are people intrigued with that shot, with that release, with that ability to score goals? I think the Penguins are still intrigued by it. But yes, I think that other teams... I mean, who wouldn't want a pure score on their team? Still hard to score goals, right? But is he more valuable to the Penguins clearing up the cap space? That I don't know. I'm not saying he is. I'm uh, throwing that question out there to ponder as we get ready for the draft this weekend. And oftentimes, trades are made around the draft so teams may improve their draft position. Uh, Pens will open next season 
at the PPG Paints Arena on October the 4th against the Capitals. The Caps get Boston the night before to raise their Stanley Cup banner and a couple additions to uh, the Penguins' organizational depth chart. Tom Kostopoulos is your new player development coach and Andy Chiodo, your new goaltending development coach. That is your DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuta. Thanks, Mike. Coming up at the top of the hour in news, we'll talk about the greatest uh, movie comedies of the 21st century. Adam Ferrara is at the Improv this weekend, so he's going to join us in studio as well. Stan Saverin at 945. It's the DVE Morning Show. Well, speaking of the Penguins, word continuing to swirl about uh, forward Phil Kessel. News about a rift between him and head coach Mike Sullivan hasn't stopped since the end of the season, and we wanted to talk directly to the source uh, so we got Phil the Thrill on the line right now. Phil, are you there? Oh, yeah. I'm there. What? Well, I got to tell you, I've never felt this bad. I, I might not make it through the call. Well, gee, I knew there's probably some mm. truth to the rumors, but it, it sounds pretty serious. Are, are you in pain? Yeah. I, I Look, I tried to stick it out, but I think I got to quit. What do you mean quit? You're still under contract for four years. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the rumors that you were frustrated with Coach Sully for not playing you with Gino this season, and they're looking to trade you. What? <laughs> wait, what, what are you talking about? Dude, I've been playing an eating game since the Capitals beat the Knights. An eating game? Wait, what kind of eating game? Every time someone posts a pick of Ovi drinking with the cup, I have to eat a donut. That sounds really dumb, Phil. Yeah, it was. I think I can <laughs> hear you getting diabetes. If I eat one more munchkin, I think I'm automatically in the lollipop guild. Well, I think you'd be a welcome addiction, or addition, rather. <laughs> well, Freudian slip there. Yeah, that was Kinda a Freudian slip, kind of. I think I got a problem. Maybe, yeah. Why, why, why we have you on the line? i got to ask you about your relationship with Sully. It's not, it's not good, Randy. It's not, it's not good. So then there is truth to the speculation that you two didn't see eye to eye. Totally true. Totally true, did you say? Totally true. Totally true. <laughs> He's a, a cheesecake factory guy, and I'm definitely an Applebee's all-day kind of guy because there's no place like the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Is, is that a metaphor, though? or No. When we're on the road, he's always trying to get people to go to the cheesecake factory, and without my wingman talking around, I got no one to get wings with. <laughs> Eating riblets alone is a dark place. I can only imagine. I'm sorry to hear that. What about on the ice? I had 92 points. I literally have never tried this hard. <laughs> what about the playoffs? Were you hurt? No. Trying in January made me tired. It's just way too much cardio. All right, that makes more sense. <laughs> that and uh, eating freaking glam burgers and avocado toast. Uh, well, that could have an impact. All right. Uh, I hope that uh, the OV eating challenge is over. You might want to pull back on that one. So it is. I'm done eating donuts this afternoon. All right, good. That's glad to hear. I'm glad to hear that, rather. And uh, appreciate you calling in, Phil. We, we're glad to talk yep. to you. I'm going to switch it up to burgers. No. I'm going to IHOP today. <laughs> international boner town, right, Val? <laughs> that's that's not, right. No, her joke was international <laughs> house of boners. Hey, do you think I really have diabetes? All right, we'll see you later there, Phil. Berg. The problem is when it's underneath, that's when you like you'll take that bite where the cheese on top of it will like flake off and then flap you in the chin with <laughs> like lava like oh intensity. My, God. my cousin Laura had this huge burn on her chin, and we we're like, "What happened?" She was like, 
I was eating a bubbly in bed. I'm like, you gotta be careful, man. Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show. It's four minutes after eight at DVE. I'm Val Porter with Bill Crawford, Randy Bellman, off uh, for a few days on vacation. Joining us now, though, Adam Ferrara, Adam at the Improv, all weekend long. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks morning. For, Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming in. You came in last night in the in the midst of the it's great. I come downpour. for the weather. It's just lovely this time of year. My God, nice and swampy. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Listen, everything's closed. <laughs> You'll be performing during the midst of biblical rain. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we yeah. landed last night, and then Kirk goes, this is your captain speak. Uh, please buckle up your seatbelts, because uh, we don't know if we're going to make it. Thank you for flying United. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, a rough night last night. We'll get Oof. to uh, some news here about that. Here's a Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Bridgeville Appliance. 68 degrees now at DVE. The news is brought to us by Mattress Firm. A state of emergency has been declared in Bethel Park and Upper St. Clair. Dozens of swift water rescues were performed last night in parts of Allegheny, uh, Fayette County, and other surrounding counties. Those storms bringing heavy rain and severe flooding across the region. Fortunately, no emergency workers or residents in Allegheny County were reported injured. The, I mean, pictures and video on Twitter and all the news reports, it's just unbelievable. Absolutely the crazy. The Did South you guys Hills get crushed? Because we, we, got, we got hit pretty hard. We had a lot of uh, water in the garage. Yeah, we got a ton of rain. We didn't get that any wasn't flood, a euphemism. That's <laughs> like literally we had water in the garage. Uh, yeah, Bad. but a lot of people uh, cleaning up today as a result of that. And a landslide in North Strabane Township has people worried their homes will soon be uninhabitable. Township representatives working with homeowners in the Majestic Hills community to come up with a remediation plan. Meantime, Forest Lane Drive in that area has been closed indefinitely. Uh, if you get into a confrontation with a stranger... You really have no idea what you're getting into. A New Jersey man in trouble with the law for allegedly slicing another man with a sword during an argument over a parking spot. (laughs) Hold it. Wait a second. (laughs) Let's back up. A sword. A so- who has a sword you in their car? If, if, you, if you get in a fight with another stranger, you don't know what you. If the guy's got a sword on the side of him, let him have the parking spot. <laughs> I think he had it concealed. Re- so a guy can conceal a sword. <laughs> really long upper torso. Yeah, maybe. Look, um, D'Artagnan, you can take the spot. <laughs> Officials in Somerset County say Jared Rosano got into a dispute over a parking space last week. The other it was guy over a parking space. Yeah. yeah, the other guy pulled out a level. You know, like that. You yeah. with the bubble inside. Okay. Uh, it was f- four feet long. Uh, so this guy responded with a sword and started swinging sword away. Sword beats at the level. Guy. Yeah. You learn that in shop class. <laughs> you can't bring a level yeah. to a sword fight. Uh, he, you think the guy with the sword is like kind of half a bubble off level anyway, for God's sake? Right. Probably more than wow. half, yeah. I see a guy with a sword. How can I help you? Right. <laughs> so he slashed the guy several times, nearly severed one of his fingers. Uh, the man with the sword is in stable condition, and Rosano Yeah, the a- man with the sword's not stable in any way. Not at He's all. He's not stable at all. <laughs> I'm going to the mall. <laughs> Charge! Get out of here! Uh, we talked last hour about plastic surgery. Maybe mm-hmm. Botox is something you don't want to get because wrinkles around your eyes, that's a good thing, according to researchers at the University of Miami. They found it makes people seem more sincere and genuine. Mm-hmm. 
you mean, you mean the people that live in a sun-drenched state think that, that sun damage around your eyes is a good thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's good. Researchers had people look at photos of different expressions. Some of the people in the photos had wrinkles around their eyes. Some didn't. And the ones with wrinkles were consistently rated as more sincere. Uh, it mm-hmm. happened with uh, happy expressions like big smiles, even sad expressions, too. So they say it is possible wrinkles help convey an emotion no matter what the emotion is. Okay. So they yeah, think I mean, our... you don't want to look like a raisin, but you also don't want to iron your face either. Yeah. Yeah. And That's you, you scary. Want the, and you don't want, like, like, when women start getting old. Like, my mother's at the age where women start to dress like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed that? Like, pantsuit with scars. big belt buckles yeah. and stuff. Huge collars. And the hip is bad, so she kind of swivels when she walks. <laughs> uh, but a lot I mean, of rhinestones. Yeah, a lot of, and I'm like, okay, when did this happen? Ma, are there any leftovers? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 but my aunt, I remember my aunt used to arch her eyebrows and like pluck them all out and then draw them in. We just talked about yeah. that yeah, yeah. last hour. Is that really? Yeah. yeah. It's, I, and you constantly look surprised. <laughs> yeah. It's like every day's an adventure. Like, is that a sword? You know, everything's just. <laughs> well, apparently, yeah. like plucking your eyebrows is addicting because if you go all the way till you have no eyebrow left, you went too far. Yeah. But how yeah. is it addicting? Just. I don't know. Maybe they or it's just, just get, they maybe just, just like just one more. Just just one now, more. Now that's uneven. Okay. Oh, one I'm, more I'm on almost Bowie and Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> I'm almost Ziggy. Yeah. Uh, now we talked yesterday about the fact that just picking up a hobby is a great way to kickstart your happiness. Okay. I don't know depends why. on the hobby. I would think so. Plucking yeah. Plucking your eyebrows. <laughs> uh, that's a short-lived hobby. Leads mm-hmm. to more unhappiness. Seventy-five <laughs> percent of us do have at least one hobby we participate in regularly. Twenty-five percent couldn't think of one single hobby they might be interested in. Mine's called paying the mortgage. I find yeah. that you know that's just something that, 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 that consumes a lot of my time. <laughs> Um, Some hobbies they say used to be popular, which I'm going to disagree with this list because a lot of these haven't gone out of of style, but I think a lot of them have come back in style, these hobbies. Model trains. Mm. Not into that. Boring. (laughs) I know where they're going. (laughs) In a circle. Yeah. Uh, Quilting and embroidery. Shoot me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how this is a hobby. Astrology. Give me. I'm gonna. I'm plucking yeah, the eyebrows. This is bad. Like, this is my choices. <laughs> Scrapbooking, which has really become big over the last few years. What, what are you I'm, I'm not into what it. What do you scrapbook about? Is that about? why Michaels is doing know. so well? I think so. Yeah. And you what, just make book. Uh, what, what, what's the like, content I of guess the scrapbook? What your kids are doing? Your vacation? Okay. Yeah. All right. The dog. Isn't there? Isn't that a gateway to becoming a serial killer, though, or a person that starts writing the letters where you pull in yeah, all the, the different That's the beginning of a manifesto. <laughs> yeah. right. Then you're in the woods. You're not shaving. You're saying, you know what? I don't know. I take the cold medicine because I have a cold. You know, that's... Okay. All started with scrapbooking. Yeah. Home brewing. Okay. Which, that's kind yeah. of become very popular over yeah. the last few years. But don't you have to go to a place to do that? Like, I know that there's... No, um, you can... Now, I remember when I was when I was a kid uh, in New York, the drinking age went from 18 to 21, and I was caught in that loop. So I could drink <laughs> for like maybe six months, and then they took it away from me. Right. So we were in college, and I made a still. 
<laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got the chemistry guy to oh, steal stuff inventive. from the lab, and I made a st- we put a still in the. Uh, so it was kind of like home brewing. <laughs> right. The fire thing was a little tough to keep going, <laughs> but we, we we worked for like months. We got this apple cider, this organic apple cider, just let it rot, boil mm-hmm. it off, put it through the the coils, and let it drip down. And it was pure alcohol, but, but it, we got we got half a shot in like six months. <laughs> <laughs> Time intensive doesn't yeah, patience. Not, doesn't really pay off. Yeah. Uh, squash and racquetball. Okay. Mm. Kind of tough to do at home, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fixing up old cars. Yeah, okay, that's it. All yeah. right, I'll take that. Yeah, that's yeah. But here's the thing. I don't ever since the carburetor went away, I'm done. I'm, yeah. like I like I, I learned on technology that doesn't exist anymore. Everything's fuel injected. Right. Now you pick up the hood of your computer. car, it's just be like, call the guy. There should just be a sign. <laughs> you gotta reflash everything. And yeah. I got an old car. My my daily driver is a nineteen seventy Buick Electra two twenty five. Oh cool. Huge. It's eighteen oh, feet awesome. five inches long. Oh my god. I got three that's garages at my house. It doesn't fit in any of them. <laughs> I painted it black cherry metallic. I dropped the suspension, smoked out the window. And I drive around Santa Monica, California. I play Parliament Funkadelic and I scare white people. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> There's that car again. <laughs> were you always into cars and that's how you got Top Gear? Or were I, was, I always liked, I, I loved my father. My father has that mechanical ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to be near my father. So when he wasn't working, and he worked like a dog, my dad, because we didn't have much, and he had, mm-hmm. so he had to keep everything. That was his hobby, the mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> so when he would work on the car in a garage, I would always hang around, and that's how I learned how it works. But I don't have that mechanical ability. I wanted to be no, like my neither. dad. But we quickly figured out that my job was to hold the light. Yeah. <laughs> I was peeking right there. <laughs> and I never held it in the right place. So... Uh, I learn. I know how they work, but I can't. Like I can gap a spark plug, and I can change the oil. I can knock the solenoid to get the starter to go, but that's about mm-hmm. it. You know, after that, I'm done. Uh, astronomy, another hobby people are into. Yes, and, yeah. and the uh, Copernicus kit. Yes. It's and a heliocentric universe. <laughs> oh, I feel so. Yeah, where's my eyebrow? <laughs> <laughs> Woodworking, which isn't that kind of a hipster. Woodworking, thing? yeah. Mm-hmm. Though the hipsters you get into that, you can build your own stuff. If, carpentry, yeah, yeah, and to- kind of hipsterish. I think it. I think the hipsters yeah, are like into that. and pickle beardy, making, beardy dudes, yeah. wool hats, yeah. nine fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm new. <laughs> and toy collecting. Mm. My Another. buddy's got like a bunch of matchbox cars in his basement, like, mm-hmm. but I mean, like all over the wall. Yeah, and displayed. Yeah, That's pretty cool. Displayed, so that was pretty cool. It, it's cool, but borderline obsessive. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. this is really cool, but I don't really want to be alone with you near shop <laughs> objects. From his collection, or did he buy them on eBay? Like, did he fall into no, that? No, no, no. He he would collect them, you know, and, and over the years, and over the years, and 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 it's in glass cases and stuff. And oh it's, wow, uh, yeah, it's really. And you see them, and you go right back to your childhood. I don't know yeah. if you were into that. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Matchbox. Like, I had that one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved uh, the micro machines, micro machine, and, and that Hess guy? trucks, the Hess trucks from the gas station. Yeah. Used to get. That Those was fun. Were, we used to get like that, and we got our drinking glasses from the gas station. My <laughs> and mother McDonald's. would fill up at McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember the Dixie cups with the jokes on them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We I found those the other day. I was like, how old is this stuff? <laughs> Well, now, you know, with the re-advent of Star Wars, like, I've been going online and trying to get my kids, like, all the original toys, mm-hmm. all those figurines, mm-hmm. and people are selling, like, whole collections. Yeah. Like, all of uh, the Star Wars characters from Return of the Jedi in yeah. a pack. Yeah. And then, you know, your kids can rip is the limbs cheating, off of them. Is that cheating, though? It is. Yeah. I think it is. But okay. the, the, but the, the stuff now know. is we just love junk. Daddy. That's all you want. <laughs> yeah. The stuff now is just, it's junk, and it's, it, it all their limbs just come right mm-hmm. off, and then... <laughs> Well, they're kids. Yeah. 
Yeah, they they remember, terrorize everything. Well, remember you you'd make your models, and then then when you discover firecrackers, and you got bored. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of that. Sit this guy on an M80. Yeah. I used to cut all my Barbie's hair. Really? I don't know if other girls did that. No, but my daughter's I, drawing. I always everything. gave him a trim. Did you always cut him and think, oh, this, I'll have to do this again in a month? Did you think it was going to grow back? <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of knew. Uh, yeah. My daughter the Barbie is, gym teacher. A, right. <laughs> Yeah. They love like all of the different outfits you can get, you know, because that that's a racket now with the baby dolls. They're yeah. like come yes. with all these different looks, and I'm like, what? what why are we buying these <laughs> other looks when you just tear the baby's clothes off as soon as we get home, and the baby's naked and has stuff drawn all over its face like Mike Tyson, and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's over for the first day. You're never getting those clothes back on. Yeah, it's stupid. I, I don't, I don't I understand like it. When we would have toys, and just because you were done playing them doesn't mean you were done with the toys when you realize that if you, sh- the Hot Wheels track, the orange track with the purple oh, yeah. connectors, mm-hmm. you realize you take that down to your father's woodworking thing and you put it on the on the, uh, on the the grinding wheel, you could make a spear. <laughs> yeah. well, now, now it's a whole different thing. Uh-huh. You sharpen the connector and and then and your brother becomes a target. Yeah. <laughs> you got a we used to love, shank. remember the wiffle ball? Oh, yeah. By wiffle ball, you have a good wiffle ball and a yeah. bat. Mm-hmm. Then you realize there's a hole in the bottom of the wiffle ball bat, mm-hmm. which is perfect for a bottle rocket. <laughs> now, I have a rocket launcher. Or you can... Oh, the fun never stops. <laughs> My brother used to take tennis ball cans yeah. and cut the bottom out, and then he would electric tape like four of them together. Mm-hmm. And put a tennis ball in it, and then put lighter fluid in it, mm-hmm. and just shoot it across the neighbor's. Hold on, house. I need a pen. Oh tennis ball cans. <laughs> made his own potato gun. Yeah, it yeah. was. I can't believe my parents ever allowed him to do that. I'm sure they didn't know, but we. My father was a plumber, and they had a uh, the old uh, the toilet uh, system was there was a, an arm and a ball cock. That mm-hmm. thing used to float and mm-hmm. regulate the water. Well, we figured out if you take those and you sand the piece off of it, you got yourself a plastic football. So, <laughs> we would play. We we're in Queens, and we would. We, we, my father would take us to work, and we would sand them off and just play football in the street. And when they went down the sewer, we just make another one. <laughs> so he went. He went to go on the job one day. And he had nothing left. <laughs> well, marriage can be tough. It's. Uh, it seems like it's a work in progress. So, how long does it take for the spark in a relationship to fade? I was. I was with a girl for seven years. We were happy for about 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, a recent survey of 2,000 people gave it a little longer than that. Mm-hmm. Five years, two months. Nah, you know what? I'm married. Uh, I'm together with my wife 12, 13 years. She, I still love my wife. Yeah? Yeah. Spark's still there? I, you know what? Do you ever love somebody so much you just you want to hit him with a shovel? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's the phase we're in now. <laughs> I can't live without you, but I'm pretty sure you're killing me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know I'm going to die, but I know how. <laughs> I get a little bit of gray on this side of my mm-hmm. head because that's the side she sleeps on. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm a mess. I really am. I, I, I really, I'm a chivalric kind of guy. I live. My father told me, you want to live like a king, you treat your wife like a queen. Oh, Never nice. go to bed angry. And I've been sleeping on that couch for 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so great. the survey asked people to name the top signs a relationship is losing its spark. The five most common answers were you don't have sex that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't cuddle. Mm-hmm. You rarely say I love you. Mm-hmm. You don't do things together. You don't have date nights, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You let yourself go. <laughs> Uh, of course, cheating, nagging, and sleeping in different rooms also made the list. 
carrying a sword, plucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. off all your How eyebrows. About How about, listen, we got to have date. What if we talk about date night, but then you fall asleep? How yeah. does that work? Yeah. That seems like it's Because that's probably... what kind of happens. Honey, we're going to go out for a nice dinner. We're, we're setting a new tone. We're going to walk along the beach. That's what we're doing. Yeah. And then it's like, put on Netflix, <laughs> I'll rub your feet. Yeah. You know, that's, <laughs> it's just get take that's out. One episode, they're done. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I just... <laughs> we were just talking about this the other Randy and I the other day. You look, you flip through the television together for a half an hour, and as soon as you find something to watch, you immediately just fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. you spend that's, all the time it's looking. The search. Yes, yeah. the thrill that's of the, the chase. It's more like like a Buddhist attitude because you realize, you know, the the, the fulfillment is fleeting. <laughs> so you must join together in the quest. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like drugs. When you were a kid doing drugs, the drugs weren't good. Going to get them was the idea. <laughs> like, Ooh, oh, that's the challenge. Things yeah. we're gonna do. <laughs> So according to the survey, the top five things to get the spark back, try to listen to each other more. What? <laughs> Say I love you more often. I tell my wife I love her a lot. I do. Good. Okay. Uh, get away for a weekend together. Mm. Just the two of you. Do you mm. have that's kids? That's a big one. No, I got two dogs. Yeah. That's They've ruined sweet. everything. They're yeah. all over the house and we're working on the house. So there's no oh my work. God. We're the same couple. Yeah. It's like, you know, honey, I love you. Let's have sex. Where? You, know, <laughs> you gotta stand up in the shower like it's like like it's a maintenance. <laughs> we're living in an RV in our backyard with two dogs. Yeah, they, really? They yes. renovated themselves out we of their house. We have totally wow. got our house. Which one of you plays the banjo? <laughs> <laughs> how long you been how you been doing this uh just for about a month oh okay You're yeah child it's early <laughs> you know how long we've been in country the stove is getting closer to the kitchen it's in where the living room should be now <laughs> um kiss more often i kiss my wife a lot good start making small random gestures like buying flowers for no particular reason i do that a lot good my, my wife my wife's very supportive yes yeah, so I'm, I'm we're okay good uh, here's another list of debate. Rolling Stone just put together a list of the 50 greatest comedies of the 21st century. Go ahead. Number 20, Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay. Mean Girls. Okay. Tropic Thunder. Good. What We Do in the Shadows. Didn't I don't, see. I don't know that movie. No, Lady Bird, which I didn't think really? was a comedy. I didn't think it was a comedy either. Uh, a I know, the, I, I know the, the actual the term it was based on was kind of, you know, tumultuous. I will yeah. not seek, nor will I accept. <laughs> oh, this guy's a riot. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants some. That's the sequel to Dazed and Confused. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dazed num- and Confused was great. Is yeah. that on the list? No, that's not on the list. How it, does the what, sequel get on the list and not the original I don't know one. what year it came out. Oh, okay. Because this is 21st century. So right. uh, number 13 is The Death of Stalin. Uh, political what? satire from 2017. I didn't see that. Anchorman number 12. Okay. It's good. In Bruges, State in Maine, the 40 year old virgin, uh, Shaun of the Dead at number eight. Mm-hmm. A German movie called Tony Erdman. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Punch Drunk Love at number six. Mm. Idiocracy, which I. That's is, a documentary. <laughs> Step Brothers. Mm, that was funny. Bridesmaids at number three. That was really fun. Hilarious. That's another movie. Anytime I flip by it, I have to stop and watch it. The political satire In the Loop from 2009. Didn't see it. I never heard of it. Uh, Best in Show. Oh, hysterical. Number one. Christopher Guest, yeah. Very good. Forecast today, still a chance of showers, temperatures in the low 80s. We're not out of water yet? (laughs) (laughs) No. 
Still coming. Uh, it's 67 degrees now at Did DVE. Did God look down and go, Pittsburgh's filthy. <laughs> We've got to wash this Give place. them a bath. Need a good rinse. Uh, Adam Ferrar here in studio with us. He's at the Improv all weekend long. Uh, can you stick around a little bit? Where am I going? <laughs> I guess that's a yes. I'm here. This is my hobby. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with him. It's the DVE Morning Show. Apparates Carnegie Museum of Natural History's Potter Fest After Dark that's coming up on July 13th. A lot of road closures due to flooding in Carrick. Beck's Run Road closed between Brownsville and Hopeland. In Bridgeville, Bower Hill between Route 50 and McLaughlin Run. In uh, South Park, Brownsville closed between Piney Fork Road and Greenbrier. And Piney Fork closed between Brownsville and Single Track Road. Also, uh, construction work uh, causing problems, extra delays in Bridgeville-Millers Run Road between Washington Pike and Millers Run, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the northbound ramp to 79. In Monroeville, Old Frankstown Road closed between Davidson and Lott Road in Ligonier, Route 381 between Club Stable Road and Lincoln Highway in Westmoreland County, 982 between 30 and Lincoln Avenue, and uh, also in Baldwin Streets Run closed inbound. At Brentwood Road, I'm Val Porter, DVE Total Traffic. It's the DVE Morning Show. I'm Val Porter with Bill Crawford. We're going to push off sports uh, here for a little bit with Mike Pursuta, Randy Bauman on vacation. Joining us in studio this morning, Adam Ferrara. He's at the Improv all weekend. You got shows tonight? Tonight through Sunday. Yeah, I'm here through Sunday. Cool. Get your tickets at Improv.com. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You uh, you got a new album coming out, right? I do. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it was um on Sirius. I was the comedian a month on Sirius Radio. So the nice. album comes out, I believe, uh, pre-sales start on July 11th, and it comes out um the August 13th, and it's called Unconditional. Sometimes love is a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, and I wrote it because uh, my little dog, uh, my little dog's going blind. Oh, how old? Uh, we don't know. She she was a rescue, mm-hmm. but she's starting to get the great. So, so they don't come with health insurance or anything. Right. right. Yeah. They don't. So, you know, they and I can't, I, I, I have control issues, so I want to be able to fix it and take care of her and mm-hmm. I can't do it. So she's going blind and I just can't deal with it. I'm there, you know, my heart's breaking. And yeah. my wife, you know what she did? She took little bells. And she safety pinned him to the back of her jeans. And now when she walks around the house, ding, 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 the dog can hear the bells and follows her around the house. Oh, nice. And the the little dog's happy. I mean, her tail's wagging. I don't know if she's feeling the compassion coming from another being or it's the weed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my dog's high. Yeah. Well, she's got glaucoma. Yeah. And weed helps with the pressure in the eye. And we live in California. You can get weed biscuits. Yeah. Nice. So my wife's tinkerbelling around the house. Ding, 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 ding. And my dog is behind her like, bow, wow, wow, yippee-yay, yippee-yay. Just stoned out of her head. So, uh, you know, I and I couldn't, you know, it was we, we were home one afternoon. It was time for her dog's medicine. It was just me and her. And mm-hmm. I, I can't let her get high alone. <laughs> That's rude. You had a biscuit? Yes. <laughs> so we split a biscuit. We put on some cold train and we got deep. <laughs> You know, my dog likes indigo and lush life. <laughs> Side two of lush life and an indigo biscuit, and she's the happiest little dog in the world. So so her tail was wagging, train was blowing, my heart was breaking. And I looked at my dog and I said, I'm so sorry, I can't fix you. And my dog just looked at me and said, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't need eyes to see love. I can feel it right here, baby. It's okay. Yes, you got to stop looking through your eyes and start feeling with your heart, man. <laughs> The answer is, listen for the bells. She leads you right to the food. <laughs> so, 
Oh, I, I realized how much, uh, so I started writing it, and, I, and, and what came out of me was about my, my, my marriage, my, my wife. Mm-hmm. And, and so I realized, you know, love is a pain in the ass. <laughs> I'm sure you it love is. your husband to death. You're building uh, your house together, but yeah. you're in an RV for a month. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> how like, long have you been married? Uh, we've been together 12 years, married about six. Okay. Yeah. I think people give up on it too quick. You know, they're, they're, yeah, they think that they, if it's not all uh, ice cream cones and rainbows, that they should hit the hit the well, door. Well, first of all, let, let, let's be honest. Marriage was a woman's idea. Oh, yes, <laughs> there was no caveman somewhere. <laughs> Only have sex with you. Don't work out. Take half my stuff. <laughs> and why my impression of a caveman just sounded like an American Indian? I have no idea. <laughs> but it did. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's I. I I wrote this the other day about my wife. I hate arguing with my wife, but I'm glad we can, you know, because mm-hmm. we can just, uh, where are you going? Mm-hmm. You know, and in the middle of the argument, well, then just leave us. Well, let's just split up. Yeah, where are we going? <laughs> Stop it. Right. We we're, we're in this we got, and we, got, we got half a house. This is all we got. <laughs> Bill, how, what are you, three or four years? Yeah, four years. Okay. Oh, I'll be 10 in August. But we've really? been together for forever. Yeah. You know. We've been tough. together for Jesus performed the ceremony. Yes. That's how long we've been. <laughs> Our wedding song was <laughs> 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 But I mean, I think you know, we've been through we've been through it. Yeah, we've been through kids. Oh yeah. Kids rough and, patches. Yeah, rough patches. Went to the couple's therapy. Yeah. Oh, I did that. And uh, then you, you think that you just by going, it, it, all your problems go it's away. Magic. It uh, it doesn't. You just get the verbiage to describe exactly how you're screwed up and <laughs> yeah, what your you, automatics are. you get the are. workings of it. You're yeah. like, look, you, look I, I, I learned how to, where, where the plumbing was, and then, oh, look at the fountain. But, you know, you gotta, <laughs> the water's got to get there. Right, <laughs> right. You know? Apparently, yeah. my, my, my pipes are clogged. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know? But it, it's also knowing how much, uh, I guess at this point, I, look, I realize I'm an idiot. <laughs> My problem in our, my marriage is my wife can't accept the fact that she married an idiot. That's the problem. She screwed up and she's blaming me. I know what this is. But you realize, you know, my own behavior. I'm like, all right, look, this is on me. You know, mm-hmm. it's, this is, and that that that's the part where I went, okay, because I'm a comic, so I have to, I have to self. I'm a confessional comic. I, I'm a student yeah. of the human condition, mm-hmm. so I've been writing about myself for years. I know I'm an idiot. <laughs> I know that these feelings are going to be. It doesn't mean I can't cash in on them. <laughs> so, right. so I'm very much aware. My wife goes, you know, sometimes you're hard to be with. I go, have you listened to my act? At least you get to leave once in a while. I'm stuck here. <laughs> Uh, so I know that she's smarter than me and I know that when it comes to certain things but I she she knows me I know she knows me better than I know me but I know Mm -hmm. us sometimes better than her like yeah like we both can't be crazy at the same time when Mm -hmm. her crazy gets out of control and my crazy because she's crazy too Mm-hmm. You're gonna. Everybody has their own to this crazy. is gonna Google her right now, and you go, "She's stunning." Oh, she's absolutely beautiful. And you're thinking to yourself, "How did this idiot get a girl like that?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but 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 she's a little crazy too. She, well, yeah. Everybody has their own little. She's got a little bit brand of brand of crazy. Yeah, she's got her own like a, like now she she looks for the chemical trails in the sky, the chemtrails. Oh. Oh yeah. Uh-oh. You know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. The, plane, the chemtrails. So right. she takes pictures like, oh, a clear sky, and the government is spreading us with lithium. <laughs> Keep us calm, like really. Tell them to up the dose. Uh, yeah. I'm I was jacked say, up. I wish this they is, would. This it's is where my taken. tax dollars are going? <laughs> Can't you people even do that right? This has been stepped on. 
<laughs> I find Build too a that, tolerance. Yeah. Uh, in like, I find that I'm doing things my mother would have done. Oh which yeah, makes me crazy. That's like a scary. Like moment. what? Like uh, living in an RV. <laughs> <laughs> just instead of screaming it out, just clam up. Oh, you're shutting down yeah. here and you're letting it sit there. Yeah. Ooh, that's uh, tough. Simmer. Yeah. That's, yeah, and then I hate one day that. it all comes out. Yeah. That's like Italians do it with food. <laughs> yeah, I'm not happy. I'm like, eat. Just eat. <laughs> and then no one talks about anything. And then one day it all comes out. Everyone yeah. burps up cheese and resentment. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even Italian. Yeah. Oh, it all comes out. Yeah, you can't. You got to get. The, you know what I'm doing now? I'm taking old anger off the shelf. This is fun. I'm having a revenge. Fan. <laughs> this morning. I spent, the mornings are the worst. I wake up in the morning. I'm either pissed off or terrified. That's just, I'm either like, ah, or what the? You know, <laughs> and now I'm thinking of stuff that happened in the past. And I'm acting out the revenge fan. I'm arguing oh, over that's stuff nice. that's already oh, yeah. been done. Yeah. Just anger done. that's been aged. Aged, aged, vintage anger that's come. I go, this is year. doing nothing. <laughs> the guy I'm yelling at's dead. <laughs> what am I doing? I do that too. I relive old arguments. I'll have arguments with a person. I, I don't even realize I'm having them. And then I'm yeah. just walking around in my house and I'm going, I'll tell you another thing. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's here. That's, and you know, I started meditating because listen to me. I got to right. do something. <laughs> right. And I realized I have perspective on my crazy and I realize what I'm doing, but I can't help it. That's like yeah. when life is, life is now moving in slow motion. It's like, right. I'm messing up again <laughs> and I can't help myself. It's like that moment where you're like, I'm living in the moment where you realize you're locking your keys in your car. Yep. Like you see the keys, the door's what? closing. The momentum's yeah. already taking it. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, Bill is very good about trying to find ways to balance. Yeah. And he wants us to do different things this year, like meditation and yoga. Yeah. What's the the cryo stuff you yeah, do? Yeah, cryotherapy. Go freeze yourself. You know, really? it's good. yeah, it's good for your circulation. I heard that about that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I don't like the air conditioning on I, at night. I don't know if I'm going to <laughs> Maybe it's just, I'm just such a, a hot, like I run hot. My head is on fire all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just always looking for some kind of remedy to calm myself down. Are you physically hot? Is yeah. It, yeah, me yeah, too. And my hot. wife is physically cold. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, so like yeah. The, the blankets and Doesn't the work out. I don't know why we have enough blankets. I go, did I just, it's like the space blankets. You just run a marathon to put this on <laughs> yeah. you. And I got the, and two dogs sleeping on me. Yeah. So when I'm home. So yeah. I got my own blanket. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Bring that to the bed. I'm going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, if you're physically hot, my, my buddy's into like, it's like Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. So it's like acupuncture and stuff. If you're physically hot, you're Haven't running. done that yet. Yeah, well, try that. You're freezing mm -hmm. yourself. You're open to pretty much anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. I love acupuncture. Yeah, I want to do, do that. Does yeah. it work? Yeah. I tried it and I drank the herbs and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah. I actually, this is a true story. It sounds made up, but I'm, I'm, I swear to God, I'm telling the truth. It was in Monroeville. I had a, an appointment for anger management. Mm -hmm. and my mom goes to anger management. She's 72. Okay. Uh, she's Italian. That kind of explains a oh, lot of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She said she <laughs> yeah. wakes up angry. She, I should drive a pickup truck just to carry a grudge and make it easier. <laughs> my mom has road rage when she's not driving. Really? Yeah. <laughs> She screams at people like I'm like mom. You're starting a fight that I'm gonna have to finish. Yeah, Please yeah. stop. So one he's day he's got I, a sword. I'm like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> have the parking spot. <laughs> so one day I make a, a I make an appointment for anger management. Couldn't find the place. The guy calls me. I get into a fight with him. That's and I, funny. And I never went back. And I'm like, all right, you know, things. I'm probably gonna have to DIY this. Yeah. <laughs> 
So that's why I'm looking for all these remedies, well, trying to calm myself. The down. good thing is you're you're recognizing the behavior that needs to yeah. be correct, corrected. My family is like, it's not me, it's the world. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know what? Life has been here a lot longer than me. So I'm pretty. It's like breaking up with somebody. I look at life. I go, look, it's not you, it's me. I realize I have to adapt to you. <laughs> yep. And I take life. That's what it is. I take life way too personally. Everything. I, everything. I was holding a door for someone. They didn't even acknowledge me. Oh, just walk by. Burns me. And I, I'm, I'm sitting there going, oh, you know what? I'll just wait here on the way back <laughs> so life doesn't slow you down. <laughs> I'll hold it open this way. I was like, because that's why I'm here. And then I realized, oh, he's blind. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> I'm yelling at a blind guy. <laughs> Uh, and then I'm such an Italian, I realized he can't pick me out of a lineup. The hell with it. He doesn't know it's me. Adam Ferrara at the Improv oh. all weekend long. Get out and see Gotta him. See Shows him. tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. It's going to rain all weekend, so come on in. Come go see, and see me. Him. Come to my Facebook page. Tuesday nights, nine o'clock. We do this thing called Talk to Me Tuesday. My wife turns on the cameras and. We get like 3,000 people a week just watching my wife scold me. So come on in <laughs> and say hello. Old tune in. Thanks so much for coming in this morning. Good to see you guys. Appreciate Good luck it. With the house. Thank you. You too. You have to calm down. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Mike Pursuit is up next Wait, with sports. It's a DVE morning show. <laughs> DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuit of four DVE Sports. Uh, the Pirates have a different opponent tonight than they were supposed to face last night, but the plan hasn't changed. Last night's game with Milwaukee postponed at PNC Park. No makeup date yet, so the Brewers leave town after splitting a pair of games with the Bucks. and uh, Arizona begins a four-game series starting tonight. Chad Cool was supposed to be your starter last night. He'll be your starter tonight, and uh, we'll see if Chad Cool can keep the ball rolling in terms of the good starting pitching the Pirates have gotten of late starters have a 3.36 ERA in 56 and a third innings pitched over the last 10 games. They've also been charged with two earned runs or fewer seven times in that span. That's the kind of stuff that usually allows you to win games. More often than not, Cool has been good of late. He'll take a 5-4 record with 3.76 ERA to the mound tonight. He'll be opposed by Zach Godley, who is 7 and 5. 4.77 for the Diamondbacks. Corey Dickerson unavailable to the Pirates at least until Saturday. He's been placed on the family medical emergency list that uh, is used for players who have to deal with uh, a death or medical emergency in that player's immediate family. Players placed on that list have to stay there for at least three days and can be on the list for no longer than seven days. Adam Frazier recalled from AAA Indianapolis to take Dickerson spot on the roster. Young Ho Gong removed from the lineup at AAA Indianapolis on Wednesday afternoon. That was due to left wrist discomfort. He is considered day-to-day. He's got six hits in his last 11 at-bats over his last three games. Uh, that after a brutal start at AAA Indy uh, for his entirety. With the Indians, Gong uh, in seven games is 7 for 26. That's a 269 average, no home runs, and four RBI. He's slugging uh, at a .308 clip, and he's got a .641 OPS. Young Ho Gung continuing to uh, shake off the rust with AAA Indianapolis. A big night for the NHL last night, and for a change, what happened in Vegas did not stay in Vegas. The league announcing to the world its award winners. The headliner, Taylor Hall, 
of the New Jersey Devils winning the Hart Trophy as the 2017-18 NHL MVP. Hall received uh, 72 first-place votes among the 164 ballots cast by members of the Professional Hockey Writers Association. His 93 points were sixth in the league scoring race, but uh, also 41 more than uh, the closest pursuer on the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Some of the other uh, awards uh, given out last night, uh, the Rookie of the Year, the Calder Trophy, went to Matthew Barzell of the Islanders. He got 160 of 164 first-place votes. 85 points in 82 games led all rookies by 20 points. And uh, Barzell, the seventh rookie in NHL history, to get at least 20 goals and at least 60 assists. Victor Hedman of the Lightning wins his first Norris Trophy as the NHL's best defenseman. Gerard Gallant of Vegas, the Jack Adams Award winner, is the top coach in the NHL. Andre Kopitar of the Kings, your Frank Selke Trophy winner, is the NHL's best defensive forward. And William Carlson of Vegas uh, gets the Lady Bing Trophy given to uh, gentlemanly, given for gentlemanly play and also excellent play. 43 goals and six penalties for Carlson this season. I don't know. I think he got to slash somebody every once in a while. That's uh, that's just me. Pekka Rene wins his first Vezina Trophy as the NHL's best goaltender. It was his fourth time as a finalist. George McPhee of the Golden Knights, the NHL general manager of the year. How could he have been anything else? Uh, he built uh, the Washington Capitals team, at least a, a large part of it, that wound up winning the Cup, and he got Vegas. You know, built a good enough team in Vegas to uh, get the Golden Knights to the Stanley Cup Final in their first year of existence. Derek Englund of the Knights gets the Mark Messier Leadership Award. Brian Boyle of the Devils, the Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy for sportsmanship, perseverance, and dedication to hockey. And uh, Daniel and Heinrich Sedin win the King Clancy Memorial Trophy. That goes uh, for leadership and humanitarianism. The uh, statistical awards... Alex Ovechkin gets uh, his seventh Rocket Richard Trophy as the NHL's leading goal scorer. Connor McDavid wins his second consecutive Art Ross Trophy as the league's leading scorer. And Jonathan Quick of the Kings gets the William M. Jennings Trophy as the goaltender on the club that allowed the fewest goals during the regular season. Uh, The All-Star teams were also announced last night. The first All-Star team consists of McDavid at center, uh, Nikita Kucherov at right wing, Hall at left wing, Drew Doughty and Victor Hedman on defense, and Rene in goal. The second team is Nathan McKinnon at center, Blake Wheeler at right wing, Claude Giroux at left wing, Seth Jones and P.K. Subban on defense, and Connor Hellebuck in goal. Phil Kessel of the Penguins was third in the voting at right wing behind Kucherov and Wheeler. The all-rookie team consists of Barzil, Brock Besser of Vancouver, Clayton Keller of Arizona, Charlie McAvoy and Will Butcher are your defensemen. McAvoy from the Bruins and Butcher from the Devils. And UC Soros of Nashville, your all-rookie goaltender. The NHL also announced uh, regular season openers yesterday. Uh, the Penguins have drawn the Washington Capitals. That'll be uh, the PPG Paints Arena debut for the 2018-2019 season. That game will be played Thursday, October the 4th at 7 p.m. The uh, balance of the schedule will be released this afternoon. Uh, The Caps an appropriate opponent for the Pens. They have been uh, the two best teams in the NHL over the last three years. They have uh, shared the last three 
Stanley Cups, but the Pens not opening in Washington. The Caps get the Bruins on Wednesday, October the 3rd. The Penguins have announced that uh, Tom Kostopoulos is their new player development coach and Andy Chiodo, their new goaltending development coach. In the World Club, in the World Cup, excuse me, Uruguay advanced to the second round with a one nothing victory over Saudi Arabia. That also put Russia into the round of 16. And Cristiano Ronaldo's goal in the fourth minute was all Portugal needed to eliminate Morocco with a one nothing win. Ronaldo has scored all four of Portugal's goals in the tournament. Uh, that's your DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuta. I, I tried to bike to work yesterday morning using my wife's bike, and there <laughs> were no air in the tires. Dude, I, yeah. None. None. It was, the, the shocks on this thing, every time I, I would put my weight on it to try to start pumping, it was like a pogo stick. <laughs> well, and because the, there's the no air on it. The not high enough. So I had to pick him up because the... You know, he and was, my chain popped. He popped the chicks. He was like putting all his in. weight on it. Then on the way home, it wasn't free from incident. I'm coming down Green Tree Hill past Panera. It's a steep That's hill. Steep hill, yeah. And all of a sudden, I lose the handlebars. <laughs> so, yeah, oh it was an absolute put the bike disaster. Or what? Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show. Eight minutes after nine at DVE. Here's the Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Dormont Appliance. Love it. It's 68 degrees at DVE. The news is brought to us by the new PPG Science Pavilion at Carnegie Science Center, built to inspire on Val Porter. The Washington Health System Teen Outreach is collecting supplies to donate to migrant children separated from their families. Since Monday, the group has collected over 10 large boxes of donations filled with toys and art supplies, clothes, and other items. The Holy Family Institute, which is a Catholic nonprofit in Emsworth, is housing about 50 migrant children. Doctors say a nine year old boy from Greece burned a hole through part of his eyeball with a laser pointer. Ah. His case was documented in the New England Journal of Medicine this week. The boy damaged the region that helps recognize detail in faces and text. While his other eye is fine, doctors say there's nothing they can do for the injured eye because the nerves were destroyed. Yeah, there's there's no real reason to have those available to Gen Pop. Like, there's no reason other than um, harassing a cat. You know, where you just play <laughs> with it, it on, back the, and forth yeah, on the yeah. I mean, what? Why does anybody have those? They go really far, and any kid that gets it just really wants to point it in your eye right. or in their own eye or at a plane. I mean, we should have seen this coming. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau setting a date of October 17th to start legal sales of marijuana. The country Senate gave final passage to a measure to legalize weed on Tuesday. Trudeau said waiting in October until October will give provinces enough time to figure out how to set up distribution networks. Canada is the first major economy to make recreational marijuana sales legal. Legalizing marijuana was a major electoral promise for Trudeau. Is is Canada trolling us now? They're like... <laughs> Trying to get people to move there? Maybe. Oh, yeah. You're, you're having some more problems with the border? Anyways, um, just up here, legalizing marijuana. Everywhere. Nationwide. No big deal. Come on in. Uh, ever look at someone and think, now that person, they got it all together. Yes, and they never do. <laughs> well, some signs that make people think you've got your life all together. 50% say owning a home means you, you're you're doing it right. Right. Little do they know 
Yeah. <laughs> the people living in that home are hanging on by a thread <laughs> and really wondering how they're going to make it all work. Following through on plans. That means you got your life all together. That's just, I don't know, courtesy, I guess. Yeah. Keeping up a regular exercise routine, having a high-paying job, being married, eating healthy, owning a car, wearing nice clothes. And the next two are odd. Keeping eye contact during conversations Mm. and smelling good. Yeah. Can't have B.O. And have it all together? No. No. If you smell, like for me, smell is a big one. Yeah. If you don't smell good, like that, that's, that's the first thing. It's more not smelling bad. Yeah. Like you can smell like nothing. It's a neutral. Yeah. Yeah. But it, you can't be in the red. What if you smell somebody with freshly laundered clothing? I Do you think, go, whoa, oh, yeah, somebody, you smell fresh. somebody does laundry. <laughs> Look at this. I'm always delighted when I smell somebody with clean laundry. Somebody uh, waited till they were completely out of clothes <laughs> to do the laundry. Because <laughs> that's the only real reason to wear the clothes you just got out of the dryer. <laughs> we li- When we lived... Um, at my my childhood home when we first had our first baby i didn't even have a dresser in my bedroom and it was serena just you know like i feel like female clothing is like an amoeba it just starts, <laughs> grows just starts conquering everything reproduces yeah um it's like a sweet potato vine it just <laughs> hogs all the nutrients in the room and uh, I, I got, I was out of the, out, out of space in the room, and I had my dresser on the screened-in porch, <laughs> and so in the winter that I had was... to put my stuff in the dryer before I put it on, because <laughs> I didn't want to put on freezing cold jeans <laughs> or drawers. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the worst part. Yeah, that's no. <laughs> I don't want to do that to myself. I mean, I, I am into cryo, but. <laughs> that's that's not even going to do it. That'll make you cryo. <laughs> uh, a Phillies fan on the mend after getting a black eye from a hot dog. Kathy McVeigh allegedly injured by the flying wiener during Monday's game <laughs> when the Philly fanatic started firing uh, hot dogs out of the hot dog cannon. Um, w- was he at... <laughs> right like, at someone's yeah, eye. point blank range? Uh, the Phillies have apologized and offered her tickets to a future game. Well, hopefully she'll be sitting behind the netting. <laughs> Good God. What's happening now? <laughs> how how strong are those guns? She must have been pretty close. <laughs> right. Did he just... She said... I, I saw the quote. Did you see the quote where no. she said, uh, it came out of nowhere? <laughs> and it came in real fast and hard. <laughs> it was like, oh my God. It knocked her glasses off. Her her fate, like she had a shiner, a legit... Oh. Looked like she caught a, a right hook from Tyson. <laughs> I just don't think they need to power them... Not quite that much. Like that. Get the, the hot dog bazookas out of there. Burger King in Russia is apologizing for an ad offering 50 grand and a lifetime burger hookup to a woman or any women who get impregnated by World Cup athletes. The ad was posted on social what? media and explained that getting impregnated by star athletes would pass down the football genes and boost the success of Russia's team in future generations. However, Burger King stopped the campaign after deeming it too offensive. Wow, they're playing the long game with that strategy, huh? <laughs> Jeez, that, that won't pay off for 20 years at least.
AMC Theaters now allowing moviegoers to see up to three movies a week for 20 bucks. It's part of their new monthly subscription plan called AMC Stubbs A-List, which was announced yesterday. Members also get discounts on food and drink items. The plan will be part of Stubbs Rewards Program and will be available starting June 26th. I wonder if the movie theaters are having the same problem that the stadiums are having, where people are just not coming out like they used to because... Watching movies at home has become well. They come out so quick. Oh, that's right. You know, you don't have to wait six months or a year. And especially like the cluster now, like, is so crazy that there's there's like six movies in the theater right now that I wanted to see. A friend of mine has one of these. It's not this one. It's the Movie Pass one. Uh And she said they she goes to the movies all the time. That's pretty cool. Which, if you can do that, that's great. Yeah, I'm. I don't think I would do it. I only go to the movies to see movies with my kids. Yeah. We saw The Incredibles 2. Oh, how was that? Hilarious. It was great. Loved it. I love anime. There's a couple parts in it that are like pretty damn scary for kids. Mm -hmm. And actually they're talking about, there's a scene in it where there's like a lot of light flashing Mm -hmm. and uh, kids are having seizures. Oh, yeah. Or if they're prone to seizures, it's- it's, Triggering them. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, there's that, you know, there was one point in the in the movie where there's it gets kind of scary and it's that part and um my daughter and my niece who are both 10 years old were like, "I thought this was a kids movie. Like, what's <laughs> going on here?" And the teenagers sitting in front of us started laughing like cuz it was, I mean, it was Intense scary, for it, but yeah. outside of that, that movie is great. Did you see yeah. the first one? Yes. It's been like 14 or something crazy. I think so, yeah. Because Mm -hmm. Pixar and Disney had a fallout. They were battling. Yeah. And I guess they went to Shenderovich, Shenderovich, (laughs) and Fishman and figured it out. They got it all ironed out. Yeah. They only took 25%. Paul McCartney McCartney is officially announcing the release of his 17th (laughs) studio album, Egypt Station, on September 7th. Yesterday's announcement from the former Beatle came on the same day he released a double A-side single featuring album tracks Come On To Me and I Don't Know. The album is named after one of McCartney's paintings and will include 14 songs. It'll be his first new studio set since 2013's New. Boy, he's really done it the right way, hasn't he? I mean, he's... I don't know where... Maybe I'm leaving something out. Like, did he have a bad uh, divorce somewhere in there? What was her name? Uh, Heather. Heather Mills. Yes. Yeah, that was not a good time for him. Something. Pick the pick the bad one. Yeah. And and now I think he's married to some super rich lady. Smart. <laughs> one one false move and you reinforce it with a sm- you know with the right move. <laughs> he's he's just got it all going on. And he is confirming a 50th anniversary deluxe edition of the Beatles, better known as the White Album, is on the way. Uh, when asked in an interview yesterday if he finished work on the package, he said it's all in place, adding that it's all lined up and it's really good. No release date has been set as yet, but the original album arrived November 22nd, 1968 in the UK and three days later in the United States. And finally, New York stylist Rebecca Alanis uh, recently wrote a piece for Cosmopolitan explaining why she hates carrying a purse, which I also hate. She had an epiphany while lugging bags around in New York City for clients when she realized her oversized purse was just a bag full of extra junk to carry it, so she just decided to stop carrying it. She says she hasn't looked back and she loves life without a purse, hands-free. This is how defeated I am as a husband. 
My wife asked me to carry her purse the other day, <laughs> and I threw it up on my shoulder. <laughs> like, with, with you were no, owning it. Yeah. I mean, I, and I sashayed out to the car. I was ready for action. <laughs> well, Sarah Tiana, who is part of Comedy Fest this year, uh, she apparently not a fan of the purse either. Yeah. I wear fanny packs all the time. Do wow. you? Yeah, I've been wearing fanny Wonderful. packs forever. They're so great. Yep. And now they have really cool, they Hands make cool. Free. Yeah. Oh, man, you can shop double fisting. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I probably shouldn't. Uh, okay. That was a phrase. You know, was... don't let Sid Bream hear that. <laughs> right, no. Uh, but let me, uh, so I wear them all the time, and I went to Scotland. I love wearing them when I travel, because then you can put all your documents in there. Yeah. And I didn't realize that the, the word fanny in the UK means something else. It means the P word, you know, uh-huh. like the lady parts, but the slang lady parts word that's yeah. like a dirty P so word. So like, like the, meow meow. The, like the front, yeah. the front like fanny. The front, yeah. Well, I didn't realize that, and so I'm going through customs, <laughs> and the guy's like, passport please, and I'm like, let me dig it out of my fanny, right? <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just like shoving my hand down. He can't see anything from, he's seeing my shoulders up, and I'm like pulling other things out. I'm like, ugh, it's like, you can just fit everything in here. <laughs> saying all of the bad things I'm like oh how did that get in there different for three days i had no idea i'm saying like saying that word let me dig it out of my fanny at starbucks like everything nobody got wide eyes. it was like my way of making fun of the way i w- that the fact that i was wearing a fanny pack yeah you were like oh. you have to address it you go like look i know i'm a nerd let me dig it out of this fanny. fancy fanny here <laughs> it's new it's brand new i just got it <laughs> It, once you realize the context, you're like, every single thing I've said is horrifying. That's right. <laughs> I can't fit another thing in there. Oh, my God. It is stuff. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> anyway, I keep my lunch in there now. Yeah, <laughs> very convenient. Like, I could just... Sarah Tiana. Fanny she's pack of... advocate. Um, bring back the pack. I'm all about it. Me too. I hate carrying a purse. Uh, I hate things in my pocket. Do <laughs> you want to carry a fanny pack? I will. Yeah. I'll carry it. <laughs> Only if it's my wife's. But yeah, I'll carry it. Oh, I yeah. yeah, I always use one when I walk the dogs. But I would totally use it. Why do you use it when you walk the dogs? Well, because uh, unless I have a coat with a lot of pockets in it, mm-hmm. then I can put my keys and my phone in it and then I tuck poop bags in the Wait, el- what? <laughs> Hold on. In the elastic waistband? No. Wow. Yeah, then I could mi- just whip them out. The poop with the. No, oh, you don't. Not when okay. they're full. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? I thought that that was like your your poop recycle pouch. <laughs> no. Okay. I put them in there to use. Okay. When we have a movement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I use it for running, and yeah. um, you know, because I run with my phone, and I usually have a set of keys. So I do that because I don't like things like, you know. Jangling? Yeah, jangling as I run. Um, try to keep everything from not jangling. Um, but yeah, I'm the at fanny the, pack, it's, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, see, I have the slim one too for like runners, but I also have one of the old school kind that's like a, a pouch for a kangaroo. Yeah. It's big. And I'm at the age now where I really don't care if people look at me and say, oh, she looks like an idiot. <laughs> So I might right. I might just start carrying it. It, it. Does that scare you? Because I'm yeah. at that moment too, and I'm like, already Wait, is this? Am I, yeah, 
I feel like I'm a, I'm like one of those zoo animals that could never live in the wild again. <laughs> like I'm so domesticated that I just couldn't possibly survive one day <laughs> outside of this life. That I'm such a dad now that I'm like, uh, whatever. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> it's so practical. It everything fits in there. Exactly. It's and your hands are free. Hands free. Yep. I'm all about the fanny it's the greatest. Pack. Us and Sarah Tiana. So she's I'm glad that Randy's not here to shame us because yeah. we don't, I, I'm we don't not need ashamed. That. We don't need that hate. I am not ashamed. And it bounces right off of our fanny packs. Anyways. That's right. Sarah Tiana, part of Comedy Fest. That's coming up uh, a week from tomorrow. Main stage show, uh, sold out. Of course, that is Burt Kreischer, Sarah Tiana, Rory Scoville, Brad, Brad Williams, Williams, and you. And me. On the main stage. Hey. Still Not going to t- wear a fanny pack on stage. <laughs> Still tickets available, though, for Doug Benson's Doug Loves Movies podcast live. That's going to be Saturday, June 30th, 4.20 p.m. Tickets uh, available now. They're on sale at dve.com. And then later that night on Saturday, Burt Kreischer's Burtcast podcast live. Uh, that's going to be at 9 o'clock. You can get those tickets as well at dve.com. Mike pursued it up next with sports. It's a DVE morning show. DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuta for DVE Sports. No Pirates game last night. Rain took care of that. So uh, the Brewers series ends up uh, an even split at one game apiece. And now it is on to Arizona, which visits PNC Park for four this weekend, starting tonight. Chad Cool was supposed to pitch last night. He'll go for the Pirates tonight, 5-4 and four with a 3.76 ERA. Zach Godley uh, starts the series for Arizona. He's 7-5 and five with a 4.77 ERA, but 2-0 and oh with a sub-3 ERA over his last two starts. Uh, the Pirates lost two of three games at Arizona last week. Arizona comes to town 8-4 and four in its last 12. The Pirates have done better of late. Uh, they've won four of their last six, but they've also dropped 20 of their last 30 since uh, they pushed the record to a season-high nine games over 500 at 26-17 and 17 on May the 17th. The good news, they are still at home. The Buccos are 21-17 and 17 at PNC Park this season. They've won four of their last seven games on the North Shore. Corey Dickerson has been placed on the family medical emergency list. Uh, that is used uh, in the event of a death or medical emergency in a player's immediate family. Players can remain on that list, uh, or they must remain, I should say, on that list for at least three days, and they can stay on it for no more than seven days. Dickerson will be unavailable to the Buckos until at least Saturday. Adam Frazier has been recalled from AAA Indianapolis to take his place. Uh, Young Ho Gung remains in Indianapolis. Uh, there was uh, some speculation yesterday afternoon that he might be on his way to Pittsburgh after he was removed from AAA Indianapolis lineup, but as it turns out, that was due to left wrist discomfort. Uh, so uh, he's still on hold in terms of rejoining the major league team. Seven games played so far in Indy. He's gone seven for 26. That's a 269 average, uh, one double, uh, no homers, four RBI. Uh, Gung does have six hits in his last three games after uh, an agonizingly slow start with the AAA Indians. He is considered day-to-day in Indy. Big night for uh, the NHL last night in Vegas. Let's run through the major award winners one more time. Taylor Hall of the Devils 
uh, is your National Hockey League MVP. He uh, beats out Nathan McKinnon of Colorado, and uh, it was the closest race for MVP since uh, Alexander Ovechkin nudged Sidney Crosby for the 2013 award. Ovechkin beat Crosby by 32 points then. Uh, this time Hall outdistances McKinnon by 70 points to collect his first MVP award. And uh, in golf, Phil Mickelson has issued an apology for intentionally violating the rules during the U.S. Open last Saturday. Mickelson uh, had a lot to say in the immediate aftermath of his double-hit meltdown. Yesterday's statement said, quote, My anger and frustration got the best of me last weekend. I'm embarrassed and disappointed by my actions. It was clearly not my finest moment, and I'm sorry. And uh, the NFL announced that the Pro Bowl will return to Orlando, Florida for another year. This will be the third consecutive year that the Pro Bowl will be played in Orlando's Camping World Stadium. Uh, The game will be held on January the 27th, 2019, one week before the Super Bowl at Atlanta's Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That is your DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuta. It's the DVE Morning Show. I'm Val Porter with Bill Crawford. And uh, Stan Saverin joining us now. Randy, off for a couple of days. Thanks for coming in this morning, Stan. Of course. Always good to see you. Good to see you guys, too. Thanks for not canceling on us. Why would I? Because our captain's out. (laughs) (laughs) Captain, my captain. (laughs) So which... Which group of athletes, which sport do you think has the toughest athletes? And the reason I ask this question is because the pitcher for the Cubs who hurt his back putting on his pants. Yeah. Brandon <laughs> so now he's out. He's yeah, done. he's on the DL. Or he was taking his pants off. The question is, why if he why was he taking his pants off? Now there might be a really good reason, and then you know that may not yeah. have, the pants may not have been the issue. What happened before the pants may have been the issue? I will I will say this: this happened to me one time. This is way before I had the four back surgeries I had. This is going way back. I bent over to pick something up off the floor, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> I had a violent sneeze. <laughs> oh no! Bad timing. Oh, terrible! That's and my back—I mean, it—it it was unbelievable. Um, now that might have said something about too much dirt on my floor. Uh, you know, maybe I got too close to it. But I mean, I—I I was, you know, just sort of like immobilized, seized up. For, yeah, seized up for a week. So I mean, I get it. It happens. It should it happen to every cub. <laughs> and and you know what, like. Uh, Last Friday, I, I was off, but I heard Val and Randy were talking, and Randy pinched a nerve in his neck sitting on a bar stool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not sure how that happened. Better yeah. than breaking and falling off the bar stool, but <laughs> right. understandably, but at least he was <laughs> in familiar true. surroundings. I mean, I would say that I think I think hockey players are pound for, for pound the toughest. Yeah. Sure. Because they're they're going ninety miles an hour, they're smacking into each other, and at the end of every season, they always release the injuries that they played through, and it's like life threatening kind of stuff. Broken well, the things hands. that they come back from, I mean, you know, not just the cuts and that kind of thing. You know, I mean, the the famous Rick Tockett story. Oh yeah. But not jaw. only does he come back after a broken jaw, he goes after the guy and fights the guy who hit him. <laughs> uh, you know, he's and I, I've often said. Uh, and look, baseball is its own grind. It's not as physical, but I mean, you're playing every More single games. day. Um, uh, but I've often said that, you know, if I always said if hockey injury, if that happened to a baseball player, 
he'd be on the disabled list for six, seven years. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> right. And those guys, you know, they're stitched over. up and they're back out there again. So um, pro football, uh, because of the increased size and the mm-hmm. speed, and I know that most people don't get this opportunity, and it's not what I go into locker rooms for, but when you walk into the Steeler locker room, practice or whatever, um, and, you know, they're not in uniform, you, you can't even imagine how big they are mm-hmm. i mean they're and you know and them running like they and smacking into one yes they have equipment but mm-hmm. i mean you gotta be pretty tough and you don't always if you're i mean obviously when you're watching the game at home you don't catch it or even if you're at the game you're far enough away the sound of the collisions yep. oh. on the field you know what always struck me val in that same vein when they were at three rivers with the artificial turf and i would always have to go down the sidelines before the game was over to shoot what we call a stand-up for mm-hmm. Um, the, and the thing on the carpet, you could hear the feet pounding as they ran. Um, and it was like, you can imagine like a herd of elephants. I mean, you, <laughs> I mean, you, the sound yeah. uh, of, you know, of, of just, you know, the rumbling of them, you know, running because of the, uh, uh, the, the carpet didn't absorb the sound. It reflected it um, or deflected it. Um, it's, it. it's pretty amazing. And again, being on the sideline. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I played the game, I, not anywhere near that level, but you see them colliding with one another. and even, Punishing hits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even if you watch the line play, I mean, these guys are 340 pounds, and even Absolute if it's not battle. the hits, it's the strain and the grunt. You know, you wonder why they get hamstrings and issues, mm-hmm. because they're pushing against 340-pound people, and just the, you know, the strength that it takes, and it wears on you. The loudest sound I ever heard at any sporting event was when the Steelers played the Ravens in 2008 up into that in leading up to the Super Bowl against Arizona when Ryan Clark hit Willis McGahee. Oh. I've never heard a sound like that. The entire stadium didn't even cheer everyone at the same time. It was a collective ooh Gasp. because it just that was a car crash. I've never heard anything like that. So those guys are tough. I mean, we were talking to uh, Mike about this off air one day. Um, Dirty Red played most of last year with a bum shoulder. I don't even know how you do that. How do you, he said? Oh well, he's just playing special teams without one arm. I mean, are you just? I mean, I remember Troy having a shoulder injury and he would tackle guys with his back, basically just flip. Yeah, they strap it up so there's limited movement. Well, there's the story, and it's, it's true. Uh, when the Steelers played the Rams in Super Bowl fourteen, Jack Youngblood played the entire game on a broken ankle. Jeez. I just don't Think even about, know how you, <laughs> you tough do that, that out. Uh, you know, well, I mean, they have uh, some mother's little helpers that help you get through the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true, yeah. But... Um, and you remember the time Still. where Jerome had an issue and the doctor shot him up and hit a nerve and numbed his leg and couldn't play. Oh, yeah, I do remember, remember that. Remember that he couldn't play. Uh, but, uh, again, Youngblood, it wasn't like a complete fracture, but he had a cracked mm-hmm. bone in his ankle, technically a broken ankle. And, you know, baseball players, um, nowadays, I mean, everybody's throwing 95. Mm-hmm. And I think it takes some amount of courage to stand in there, especially, you know, up and in. Yeah, that would know, be. Or you put up your hand, look what happened to Jay Hay. Yeah. You know, there's always that risk, that kind of thing. Yeah, that risk, and to me, I mean, I'm not tough enough to play hockey for so many different reasons, but I think <laughs> number one on my list is blocking shots. Yeah. When you see guys winding up and then other guys just giving up their body, to me, that's 
unthinkable because it's a, oh, did it hit him in a good spot? Where's the good spot? Yeah. I mean, even if you have pads, if it's an OV slapper, there is no good spot. The best you can hope for, I remember talking to Borky about this, and he uh, he did this um, feature for one of our pregame shows uh, before a Penguin game, and he showed the proper technique to block a shot. Uh, and there are techniques, but all you're doing there is minimizing the risk. Mm-hmm. You're not eliminating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, Bill. That <laughs> that's frightening. <laughs> it's frightening to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I remember the game. You talk about tough hockey players. I mean, there's been a lot of tough hockey players, but I'll never forget the playoff game. It was the triple overtime game that they won in Detroit in 2008, Game Five. Uh, Ryan Malone playing oh, for the yeah. Penguins took a slap shot right in his face, (laughs) shattered his nose. And came back. He comes back about two minutes later, (laughs) and he's got cotton sticking Uh, out his nostrils. And I remember, of course, Peter Sikora won the game in the third overtime, kept him alive, right? Talbot Mm -hmm. scored with just 30 seconds to go. Mm -hmm. It sent an overtime. Uh, And and we were doing live postgame shows, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, whatever it was. And Ryan Malone came out to do the interview, and I'm telling you, his face was like chopped hamburger. And the thing that struck me about that was the auxiliary media was sitting in the stands at Joe Louis Arena. The guy sitting next to me was none other than Barry Melrose, who Mm. was working for ESPN, but had already been named the new head coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And he was sitting next to me when Malone took the shot in the face and then came back to play. And I remember Melrose saying... That's a hockey player. Yeah. Guess who Ryan Malone signed with as a free agent? Oh, yeah. Tampa, Tampa. Bay. Yep. Melrose loved that. Old school hockey. But I will never talk about tough. Stan, who's on the show today? <laughs> well, Mark Madden's going to be on. Um, he's tough. Yeah, he's tough. Um, we're going to talk about what is the Penguins' biggest need? And we'll narrow it down to two. There's a good article by Jason Mack in the Post-Gazette today about Jack Johnson maybe being available. Is that the Penguins' biggest need? If we want to use the term need, it's mm-hmm. relative. You know, they're, they're loaded, or should be again. Or is it a high-profile, top-six left winger who can play with Geno on the second line? I don't know that you can get both because of the salary cap, but which is the priority? And just to give you an idea of the time of year it is, um, the Stephen Brault thing was really interesting to me. I thought he was great. I yeah. thought he was tremendous. We had him on the show yeah. yesterday. He can, can was awesome. really, really sing. I wish he could pitch as well as he sings. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I've always found this to be true. All athletes want to be rock stars. All yep. rock stars want to be athletes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask my listeners, if you could be either one or the other, a great superstar athlete or a big-time headlining rock star, which would you choose? Very good. We asked Stephen Brault uh, to name his top five because he loved. He grew up with a musical theater background. Right. A lot of people don't know this, but you like musical theater. I love it. And he named his top five, and his number one overall was Wicked. And I was wondering where you thought that would be in your power ranking. I've seen that twice. I loved it. Um, I would say that my number one is Les Mis. I've seen it five times. I just, you know, I just love it. Uh, the music in Phantom is great. Um, mm-hmm. Another one that doesn't get a lot of pub, and I saw it a couple of years ago on Broadway, actually, was Beautiful, the Carol King story. Mm-hmm. I would recommend that oh, to wow. anyone because the music that she wrote and later performed was kind of 
my coming of age, if mm-hmm. I ever came of age. <laughs> that was those songs <laughs> that, that she helped yeah. write with, you know, Jerry Goffin. So, yeah, that, that that's right up there. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, Dan. Thanks as well to Adam Ferrara. He's at the Improv all weekend long. Go see him. So he has funny. shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Joining us tomorrow, Sean Collier. He's going to review Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and Stone Cold Killer in the DVE Coffeehouse. Michelle's up next. She's got the electric lunch at noon here on DVE. I'm finished. You stay classy, Pittsburgh. Don't touch your face. I got him dead, Pittsburgh, all day, baby. So now you guys call me Ronald. Would you not eat my pants? Ronald. Ah! Mm-hmm.